fifteenth time is a charm there, I think. <laughs> um we have tried multiple times to start the recording, or at least I have. The listeners don't know that though. This is the new Utah podcast. Thank they you for now. tuning in. Thank you for finding us wherever you purvey all of your fine podcasts. Thank you for purveying us. We're purveyor. Well, no, you're a purveyor. You are a purveyor, purveyor of us. We're a purveyor. Purvey. Thank you for purveying us. We're purveyed. We have been purveyed. <laughs> now we're getting, now it's starting to sound a lot like pervert. <laughs> We've been purveyed. It's like when you say a word too many times, then it starts to sound weird. Yeah, I don't know if that was good for me to keep saying that word. So, uh, we're going to move on from that. Uh, this is a show all about Utah, um, what awesome things exist in Utah, uh, and about the new stuff of Utah. We're not all about polygamists and, and barely having running water. That is not what Utah is. Uh, we are a progressive state, even though we're controlled by the Mormons. Um, that's changing. And, uh, there's lots of stuff here. We don't ever talk about what we talk about. We just jump in. So sometimes it's nice for, little explanation. Uh, the viewing audience, the listening audience, if you will, to, to understand. For episode 175. Yeah, 175 episodes. That's a lot of episodes, guys. I got asked the other day by Viet's new wife when we had him on, and I was like, well, last time you we were there was before opening night, a pretty bird, and I went and looked it up. It was like episode 91. Yeah, yeah, almost wow. 100 episodes ago. Yeah. That's almost crazy. two years. So, by the way, today is October 1st, so we have to make sure that somebody woke up Green Day now that September has ended. That's really sad because it's really actually about his dad dying. He still wants to be woken up when September ends. Dude. It's October. Wake up. It's not that sick. No one can see me shaking my head. (laughs) Literally, no one thinks that's funny. Like, that's not even a good dad joke where you kind of chuckle and like, oh my God, that's so stupid. Really? Yeah, really. All three of us. Jess is like actually crying on the inside. (laughs) No, that's just every day. She's like, wow. Jess is like, that was about his dad dying. That's fucked up. Why would you bring that up? I just actually learned that like yesterday. (laughs) She's like fucking killing the mood and Jeremy's trying to make a joke. She's like, it's not funny. He's really dead. It is. It's a little funny. It's like when you're like, I'm going to call your mom. I'm going to have your mom do it. My mom, mom's not here anymore. <laughs> Shit. It's ultimate. And, and instantly not funny anymore. Uh, anyway. Um, <laughs> all right. We're going to take wow, off. We started on, right off on the right foot with this episode. So what I think we should do is let me talk about my shit-tastic fuck all week, which made me start the episode like five million times. Uh, and then we'll get into everyone's favorite. Which is urban garden talk, Yay. urban farm talk, uh, and then we'll do some other crap. I'm sure we'll get there. Um, I so my my shittastic weekend and week starts on Wednesday. Wednesday I leave the office around eh, about four, and uh, I get home. Typically, when I get home, I just when I leave the office, I close the laptop, I get home, open the laptop, and I pretty much start working as soon as I sit down at my desk in in my office. So I usually spend another hour to two hours working here at the house. Um, I like to get home, let the dog out, and get quiet time here at the house and beat rush hour um, because driving in traffic sucks, and I can get a lot done when there's no one here to bug me. Uh, Excuse me? <laughs> it's not. I just mean at the office, there's people there that bug me. And like today, I'm like, oh, I, I told Bree this morning, oh, I just have my regular call and stand-up meeting this morning and then no meetings the rest of the day, and then I didn't sit back down at my desk until noon. So if that tells you how it goes at the office sometimes, 
Um, so being able to work from home is, is a godsend. So anyway, I get home about 4.30, open the laptop up, blue screen of death. And the new blue screens of death, if you haven't seen them before, and it's happened a couple times to me, uh, in Windows 10, they're smiley faces, but it's like a blue screen with an emoji that's a frowny face. <laughs> so it's like the colon and then the parenthesis, uh, the, the close per open paren, so you can see a, a frowny face, um, with, with the error code and very small writing and a QR code to go find the actual stop error. So you have to take a picture of it with your phone so you can go find the actual stop error that's caused the blue screen. Okay, not a big deal. Most of the time, blue screen, it just runs a system check. It comes back up. It's fine. It's usually a bad driver or something like that. It doesn't come back up. In fact, it says no hard disk, no bootable hard disk detected. And I'm like, fuck. That's not good. So I'm like, okay, we'll run the hard drive diagnostic check on it. No hard drive found. Try the full diagnostic. No hard drive found. Fuck. Okay. So then I'm like, well, shit. I'm going to take the dog on a walk, and I'm not going to deal with this because I've got some shit going on last Wednesday. I don't even remember what we were doing, but we weren't here. So I'm like, I'll take... Soccer game. Yeah, we had a soccer game. I'm like, I'm going to take the dog on a walk, uh, and then I'll come back, and I will try and reseat the hard drive because it's just a solid-state drive in the notebook. So I open the back of it up, reseat the drive, flip it back over, turn it back on. Can't find a hard drive. Fuck. So I look it up. I have three days left on my warranty with HP. Oh. Okay. So I take it to Best Buy the next day. And, well, I tried that night before the game. And I'm like, hey, the hard drive's probably gone bad on this. I need you guys to, to, to check the hard drive, pull it out, check it. And if it's bad, tell me if you can recover the data or not and what I have to do to get it replaced. It should still be under warranty. I'm like, okay. So I have, to be fair, I have total tech support with Best Buy uh, because it was cheaper with the appliances to have them install it by getting the total tech support. And I might as well take advantage of it because I was frustrated and didn't want to deal with it and wanted to go to a soccer game. So the lady at Best Buy is like, well, we can't really do anything until tomorrow. If you have a drop-off appointment, then you'll get priority tomorrow. And I'm like, okay, schedule the appointment. And I'm like, here's the laptop. She's like, no, 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 you bring it with you tomorrow. I'm like, what the fuck? So Bree, being the awesome person she is, schedules me an appointment at a different Best Buy closer to the office as early as she can get it, which is like 1040 the next morning. No laptop. This is my primary like business laptop. This is what we record on. This is what I do all of my personal business on. This is what I do all of my business business on for, for my normal job. Like serious, serious crap. Lots of stuff on here. So I, uh, I th- thankfully I have an appointment in Lehigh that day. I go down and load the appointment. Don't need my computer. Go over to Best Buy, uh, drop it off with the, the guy. And he's like, yeah, um, it'll be a while. He's like, it could take like three days for us to get to it. And I'm like, really? Like, can you just pop the hard drive and see if the hard drive's good and let me know so I can figure out what the hell to do with it? So they call me a few hours later and he's like, yeah, we got the hard drive. We checked it. The hard drive's dead. He's like, truthfully, there's probably not any chance of recovering the data because flash drives when they die. So it's a solid state drive, which is flash memory. It's not a, not a spinning disk that's magnetic. Uh, and so once they actually drop power and lose all their memory, it's just gone. The data is just poof, gone. So fuck. Well, can you just replace it? Yeah, we have to send it to our service center, though, in Kentucky. <laughs> It'll take two weeks. I'm like, what? That's not acceptable. It's just a fucking hard drive. It's literally like two and a half inches long. Like, you have them in the store. Go get one and put it in my computer. Well, we can't do that with warranty. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Let me call HP. Maybe HP will... We'll do something. I call HP. HP's like, yeah, you can send it in to us. Um, it'll take us three to four business days to get it. 
uh, fixed and back out to you. And I'm like, okay, so what's the process? Well, we'll ship you a box. You'll get that by Tuesday. This is Thursday, mind you. Then you'll ship it back to us in three to four business days from when we receive it. We'll ship it back to you. Oh, so it's going to be like two weeks, basically. Yeah, probably close to that. Fuck me. Really? Mike, can you just give me a hard drive? No, we can't ship those hard drives because of the type of drive it is. There's a lot of failures in shipping, so we don't ship them. Fucking seriously? So I just bought a new hard drive. I can't be without a computer, so I just bought a new hard drive and installed it. It's not like I... And now he backs up his computer. Yeah. So now, <laughs> lesson learned, I now back uh, important stuff up to the cloud, uh, to my uh, OneDrive account on the cloud. It's like the episode of Sex in the City. And I also, this is how paranoid I am, I now also have an SD card that I back everything up to as well every day before I walk out of the office. I back both of them up before I leave because I'm not fucking having that happen again. So I lost all of our episodes that were on my laptop that I had not backed up on my desktop. Most of them are backed up on the desktop. So like the last four or five episodes, I have to go download them from our host because I don't have the original files anymore, which really sucks. Um, I lost two weeks worth of documentation I've been doing for the certification process that I have to redo. Uh, <laughs> I lost an RFP. And they had testing yesterday. Yeah, I lost an RFP that I've been writing uh, for uh, some new stuff. Um, yeah, lots of work down the fucking toilet. So I learned my lesson. So also all of my preset settings for audacity <laughs> that make it really fast for me to do all my work when when i go to edit the show that's all gone i gotta set all that shit back up so that's gonna be fun it's and it's take time to switch programs you've been talking about it. so i actually i actually downloaded uh audition uh onto the laptop um i did not have time today to really start learning it uh, but I'm definitely going to switch programs. I mean, now's as good a time as any. It's a sign from the podcast gods. Maybe I'll do it for our, uh, we just had our three year, huh? Damn it. 51, 150. We just had our three year like seven months ago. Yeah, so maybe. <laughs> it doesn't mean that long yet. Uh, I mean, 158. <laughs> Not sure we're better at math than that. Joey. What are we, 175? So like three or four months ago? When's our, isn't our three year in What's, March? No. No, it's in May. May? The end of May. Well, they both Dude. start with an M. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're both, they, they, they both were on days hey, that I ended with Y. Lehigh and Nephi mixed up. See, things. March, it's May. Lehigh and Nephi. One's a lot further than the other. One's next door to Jeff. When you were in Nephi, no, when you were in Lehigh, Jeff was going to Nephi the next day, and I was having a hell of a time trying to figure out where the hell the two of you were, because... I couldn't. I kept saying he was in Lehigh and you were in Nephi. It was very confusing. So anyway, um, <laughs> that's my that's my shitty week. I've been rebuilding the laptop since because you forget like all the programs that you use. So like yesterday is until you got to use something like that. Uh, like fuck, I got to set this up. Oh, fuck, I got to set this up. I had to set this up. And then you're like, shit, I can't. Like, I was like, okay, I'm going to work on Sunday. Oh, fuck, my VPN's not set up for the office. Guess I'm not working. <laughs> like, really shitty stuff. Well, and then all the passwords to stuff that you only have to set once. No. That's not a problem for me. Passwords are never a problem. However, I do a lot of development uh, of, of various small different applications uh, and have a lot of access keys that are secure access keys that were available on my laptop I have to rebuild a couple of servers uh, that only had access keys on my laptop. Uh, 
because no one can get access to them to utilize them. So I have to rebuild them because I hadn't fully finished them yet. So I had like two days worth of work setting up a server that I have to redo now. Hopefully that'll go faster since I uh, know how to do it. <laughs> since you did it Since once. you've already done it once. God, that was brutal. That was like the worst experience. Uh, anyway, so enough about that shitty experience. So if things are a little fucked up sound-wise on the episode, that's why. Uh, don't at me. I don't give a shit. Um, I've had a rough week with it. So, um, But do share the episode no matter what. <laughs> Just click that little share button uh, the uh, on whatever app you're listening to. This thing sounds so shitty. You should listen to it. I mean, hopefully it won't. I, I am kind of a stickler. Like, I'll stay up all damn night to try and fix it if it doesn't sound right. Um, so anyway, there's that. Uh, and then uh, also this weekend, because I couldn't work, I ended up doing a lot of housework, um, trying to get uh, the yard a little bit winterized because we've had a couple frosts. Yes, we have. So are either of your gardens? I've lost about half my garden. Left, Jess? I only have a mini garden, so I don't really count. It does. Does your mini garden die in the winter? Well, no. It dies as soon as everything picked, which was like a month ago. Oh, you pick it all and then yeah. just leave it? Why don't you have stuff like cucumbers that fucking grow for days? Because I don't plant cucumbers. <laughs> what about zucchinis? Holy shit. I don't plant zucchinis either. I don't think you have space for zucchinis. I don't know if you've seen what a zucchini plant looks like here. Like, I have two and they take up half my garden, I swear to God. I trellis, so. I don't think zucchini give a shit about trellis. <laughs> we'll like, see you next year. Fuck that. I ain't climbing that thing. I can just lay where I want. They're like honey badgers. They're like honey badgers. Yeah, they don't give a fuck. <laughs> yeah, no. so I lost about half my garden between the last two nights where we've had uh, frost. So my one Armenian cucumber bed, totally gone, lost them all. Chickens had quite a feast today. The zucchini, totally lost them, which they weren't doing well anyway, but this just totally pushed them over the edge. Yeah, we haven't we haven't gotten frost here yet. So you, I think, are a little more exposed where you're at. Probably. We have not had frost because yeah. we get up at frost time. Yeah. So last, we get we get up before the coldest point in in the morning and go walk the dogs. Last two mornings I've had frost because we're fucking smart. Oh, honey, it's thirty four degrees. You want to walk outside and take the dogs on a half hour walk? Okay, sure. Let's get up at the fucking ungodly hour and take the dogs on a walk. I'm pretty sure that was you having a conversation with yourself because I it don't like morning. Absolutely true. I like this morning. I'm like, whose fucking idea was it to get up this early in the morning and do physical it's activity? It's too early for me to talk. You get about 10 words from me at that time in the morning. I will talk like the first half of the walk. She doesn't even respond. <laughs> These are like half hour walks. So that's 15 solid minutes of my talking to myself. I'm okay with it. <laughs> the dogs listen, sort of. I'm sure they hear. Uh, so anyway, that's, uh, that's, that's usually, uh, that's usually how that goes. So I built a compost box. Uh, I've been wanting to do it. Uh, I finally broke down and did it on, uh, Sunday. I think it was Sunday. Yeah. Yes. Cause it was Sunday. before the game. Uh, I finished Saturday it. Saturday was the pinups for pups. That's right. And Brandy's surprise birthday party. That's right. Did you win anything at the pinups for pups we didn't stay we were exhausted uh, yeah we were pretty tired and last year we stayed through the whole auction um there were only a few things that we really wanted so we kind of bit them up um but i gave up before we left um, i put money into the raffle and then left before they drew the raffle there was so much fucking wine in that raffle <laughs> i feel like they should have sold more tickets to more raffles well, with fewer things in the basket it could have been 
that last year they decided that they should have combined them because they would have sold more tickets overall and that people were splitting up tickets between the raffles. I'm not sure. I'm sure there was a reason for it. Um, they had like a cool cat tree, but they always have, um, these people that sell stuff, um, that must be donated to like pet beds and bones and leashes and clothing. Uh, and we bought a few pet beds from them. So, uh, yeah, Phoebe's already eaten one. Yeah. She's already eaten the pillow. That was awesome today. Good dog. Um, but, uh, anyway, that's, that's how, uh, that's how that day went. So I built the compost box. It's half full now with all the lilies. Because I ripped those out yesterday. Um, nice. And I should uh, pull all the garden probably this weekend. If I don't pull it before then, dig up the rest of my potatoes. Um, pull out my onions and see how they are. But it shouldn't freeze again. Uh, it's not supposed to freeze yeah, again. Yeah, it's supposed to warm up a little bit the next week or so, week, week and a half. So if we don't get any more frost, I think the rest of my garden will be okay. Does I've got spaghetti squash and butternut squash. They're pretty hardy. That they looked okay. I've checked them. They're also a little closer to the house. So, yeah, as long as we don't get another frost, I think we're okay. And I don't I don't think we will. Oh, not for a, a week or two. Another couple weeks. How are the bees? I didn't check them just because of the weather, because it was stormy. Um, but I'm I, with how cold it's gotten, I don't think I'll do another harvest. You're going to plug it up and plug the other hole and yep. stick some foam on it? Yep. So I'll winterize them probably in the next couple of weeks and just call it good. But they're still there. They still they seem to be still doing okay, hanging in there. So fingers crossed that they winter. What about you, Jess? Any cakes? Uh, starting some. I have a huge wedding and a two-year-old birthday cake this weekend. How so. big is a huge wedding? Uh, 150 cupcakes and a two-tier cake. 150 cupcakes. That's a lot of fucking cupcakes. And the other one is a small cake with three dozen cupcakes. What? I, I don't understand the whole move to cupcakes for weddings. It's easy to eat than standing and waiting for somebody to cut a cake and serve it. Yeah, but I want a fucking cake. <laughs> I want a fucking well, they cupcake. have a cake and cupcakes. I want a cake with macadamia nuts in it. But usually they don't eat the actual cake for our wedding. They won't eat the top. We could have a German chocolate cake with German chocolate frosting, but with macadamia nuts instead of pecans. That'd be really good. I bet that would be really good. That's a Hawaiian German chocolate cake. I just invented it. Don't fucking take my ideas, bitches. <laughs> Copyright. <Hawaiian>. Fucking trademark. <laughs> New Utah podcast, Chris. <laughs> 10-1-2019. I fucking dated it. <laughs> I'm writing this down. Some fucker's going to try and put pineapple in it and ruin the goddamn thing, though. You watch. Ugh. Makes it soggy and gross. Hawaiian. Do you know that pineapple eats you? German chocolate cake. Pineapple eats you? The acid in it? <laughs> There's an enzyme in pineapple that as soon as you start eating it, it actually will digest you. That's why, like, if you eat too much, like, your mouth, it, like, burns your it's mouth. It's good for stuff. you. It's a very good digestive aid. Uh, it can also make ceviche. Hmm. You can make ceviche with pineapple because it's so acidic. Put that in your pipe and smoke it. I think it's the only food that eats you back. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, we're no longer the apex predator pineapple is. Pineapple. <laughs> Did you do anything interesting this weekend, though, Jess? Uh, I went to the market, and I went shopping, and I went and bought pumpkins at Kuhara Farms. And do you carve pumpkins, what are you, or do you just decorate this is a, I'm pretty sure it's the first time I bought pumpkins in the 12 years of being at my house. What are you going to do with these pumpkins? They're on my porch. They're just whole on your yeah, porch? they're beautiful. They're this beautiful green color. I've never seen anything like them. 
That's just a uh, a not ripe pumpkin. No, it's a, it's actually a, <laughs> it it's actually a breed. Soon. I actually asked Farmer Luke, and he told me the, but I can't remember what it's Where called. Does he so. know about pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> he only has seventy five varieties on his farm. <laughs> See, he doesn't know um, anything. He just gets like every pumpkin he can. He doesn't pick special ones. I feel like I did something else this weekend, but I don't remember. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, I worked. I worked and I did cake prep. So, this I'm doing a new technique on this cake I've never done before. So, do you ever have your roommates help you with cakes? No. Do you make them leave the house when you do the cakes? They're not usually around, anyways. I rarely. I have seen my new roommate like. Three times since he's moved in. Is that because he's a heroin addict? No. <laughs> no. I'm just asking questions. You, I mean, if you don't know the answer, it's, it's not okay. my business if he is. So. So I will say one other thing happened this weekend, and that is RSL clinched the playoffs. I hate that word. What? Clinched. Clinched. Yeah. Don't like it when something's it's like, clinched. It's like yeah. moist. It's yeah. like a clinched butthole. Yep. A moist clinched butthole. <laughs> yep. How about that? Should I write that in the show notes? <laughs> I fucking no, like 10 people there, just turn the podcast off. They're like, what the hell is this? Uh, no. Wait, you have yeah, a story congratulations. about, that you was... have a story about moist clenched buttholes? I don't. Cause you were like, there was this thing. No. And I said that. Okay. I'm just making sure. You're imagining things. <laughs> uh, no. Did you guys cry when Romando gave his speech? No, but he cried. I did. I did see him cry. He cried a lot. He cried at the beginning of the game, too. His grandma came on the field and did it. No, it wasn't his grandma. It was his godmother. Whatever. It was like his grandma. Um. <laughs> it was his godmother. She was probably the same age as his actual mother. Maybe. Who knows? Doesn't matter. Doesn't I matter. do. But it's good. Specialist in godparents. They were speaking Spanish. I know for a fact you don't speak very much Spanish. All she said was hijo. That just means son. Son. Yeah. Mi hijo, my son. She's, All right, so how was the game? The game was okay, but there's more important news in the game. Yeah, the general manager. So the first piece of the Mike Petke fallout has occurred. Was that, mu- they said it was mutual. Was it really mutual? Fuck no, it wasn't mutual. Are you shitting me? It was mutual in as much as Deloy Hansen went to Craig Weibel and said, did you actually say that shit? And Craig went, yep, sorry. And Deloy went, well... You got two choices. I'll either fire you or you can leave. And Craig Weibel went, I think I'll leave and take what I can out of my contract because I'm going to get fired and I have, there's no fucking place for me. So at least I can leave with my head held high and I can go find a job uh, somewhere else uh, that's better. Uh, and I have a feeling Rob Zarkos is next. He is the executive vice president of the club. Uh, and Zarkos is um, also... Uh, what is with these people's name? Weibos, Zarkos. Whatever happened to good Smith or Jones? Hollingsworth. Fucking. It's my married name. There's there's a hundred names in the state of Utah, and these are the ones you pick on. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're fine. <laughs> the names. Marshall has like the top five weirdest. I, I don't know about that, but they're just not Utah names because they're not from Utah. But anyway. Uh, so yeah, I, I have a feeling Rob Zarkos will, uh, will be out as well, which leaves the team without a head coach. Freddie Juarez is an interim coach. Um, never been a head coach really. Uh, it leaves the Monarchs without a head coach. You have the, uh, general manager of the club who actually goes out and gets all the players and would normally hire the head coach gone. Probably the executive vice president who hires the GM to hire the coach 
going to be leaving most likely. I would be really surprised if Rob Zarko stays. You've got a lawsuit that's a very public problem for Deloy Hansen right now. You have two club legends retiring. You have a whole bunch of contracts ending, and you have to figure out what to do with all these players. You have to sign players to fill those roster spots, and you publicly have Deloy Hansen uh, knowledge that he wants to cut player salary, the player salary pool on the team significantly. All of this adds up to, if I'm a player on this team, I don't know that I give a shit about the team right now. I give a shit about myself and performing well so I can get fucking transferred somewhere else. Uh, and so I think we'll see the team try. Um, but I don't know that we're going to have a great move into the playoffs. I don't think we'll have a deep run. We did have an opportunity to have a home playoff game. We technically still do, but it's going to take some help from some other teams and require us to win in Vancouver, which we should be able to do. They're the worst team in the league. Uh, but You just jinxed us. <laughs> but, you know, other things have happened like that before, so uh, we're just kind of skidding into the playoffs where we could have been in second place uh, had we got our shit together. And it really sucks because Nick Ramondo having his last game. It was a really special emotional game. They did a really cool TIFO for him. Uh, twice they, they unfurled the TIFO for him. Um, it was really a really cool game that was very overshadowed by that because that news came out the day before the game. So uh, interesting stuff for sure. So uh, anyway, um, that's enough RSL news, um, but I thought, it was worth mentioning. Yeah, this isn't an RSL podcast. It's not. You can go listen to the RSL show or the Lion's Den uh, if you want to hear an RSL podcast. Do not listen to Amy Donaldson on fucking X96. <sighs> I like Amy, but she does shit for local soccer. If it's not she's a high like, school sport. She's like, well, yeah, it was like their last game. No, it's not their last game. It was their last home regular season game. Home game. And I think it was this, and I think, and she like guesses at half of the crap, and it pisses me off because I sit there, I'm like, this is the actually the only actual thing I care about, and you never ever ever get it right. So Amy, I love you. Thank you for rescuing dogs. Please, <laughs> please, please. RSL is one of only two professional sports teams in the state of Utah. I'm the only one with the championship. Please, please, please pay attention to them. Thanks. So Jess, do we have some events? Only a couple. Um, hold please. Uh, first of all, yeah, first of all, I just wanted to see what you guys thought. Um, a couple weeks ago, we had Moody on from Lizzie's Kitchen. Mm -hmm. And before he went on the show, he let us know, um, that he and Derek were going to be going their separate ways, but not separate. Um, we found out anyways, Oh, two days ago, I think it was, um, Moody made a statement on his Facebook page, which in turn made it onto news stations and publications. And I, I guess because at one time they were public figures, um, you know, with the Herbert versus Kitchen and, you know, because Derek is a senator and Moody's involved in the community that maybe they felt like they had to. I just kind of felt like it was unnecessary for all the news stations to pick it up. Um, I don't think it's unnecessary at all. I think that it was a very, it's a landmark case. It made gay it was, marriage no, and legal that's, in the That's why I'm wondering country. if that's like why. Absolutely. They did I don't it. think it has, I don't think it has anything to do. Cause it wasn't a, it wasn't a press release. It was just like, this is what we're doing and we're supporting each other. We're still in business together. Well, I think if, 
it was just them being the members of the community that they are. Um, Derek being a state senator, you would have seen something, but it would have been just like, you know, third page news, fourth page news, a, a quick blurb in the morning news. But because of the case they were involved in, the landmark case that made gay marriage legal in the country, not just in the state, in the country, um, and them being one of the first couples to marry in the state of Utah, um, that's a that's a monumental case. And then to have those two people divorced, that's really big news. But they're still... Being that, supportive of each other and sure. being in business with and, each other. And a lot. And the letter was amazing. A lot of married couples that figure out that they can't be together like that anymore. But are, that there's still are, lots of life to live and you can do that separate and well, look be at, awesome together. Look at Brie and her ex. I wouldn't call them awesome together. <laughs> they still fight like, like craziness over certain things, but they have a much better relationship now that they're not together than they ever did when they were. At it's least any time that, that, that I've known. And Don has said the same thing. I can attest to that. Anyways, I just thought that now that it's out there, um, it was a lovely letter. They're awesome people. And it's amazing to see the whole, like, people. Grow the, apart. it was amazing to see, well, no, but to see the community behind them. Like, it was just an incredible. And I hope they felt that. So, um, big news in South Jordan. The claw went up today. Went up this morning at the Living Aquarium. Are they going to hang octopi from it? Oh, you're rad. I don't know. Um, (laughs) I didn't didn't drive that way. I didn't get a chance to see it yet uh, because it's Tuesday. Um, Anyways, so that's pretty cool that that is up. Um, So coming up on the 10th, and I think it actually starts this weekend, uh, Provo Ghost Tours are back doing their like Thursday, Friday and Saturday tours, walking tours to our walking tours in Provo of the vortex of the vortex. You can, you can listen to our episode, the Provo vortex episode to hear all about it's it. Pretty Awesome. How long ago um, was that? That's another one of those. That was probably like episode 50, wasn't it? Something no, like that. No, it was a year ago. Jeremy. Was it just last year? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> they all know. It's okay. I can't do that either. I'm like, Jeremy, let me ask you this question. I don't know. Sometime question. before this episode, we talked about it. Is it is it closer to that or, or closer the to the moon landing? <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, so I picked a couple of things since it's October, um, but not like haunted housey since we're kind of going to be talking about that. Um, oh, Sorry. I forgot one thing. Uh, Provo Ghost Tours is also doing a Strange and Haunted Objects uh, at Pioneer Book on 450 West Center Street in Provo. It's $8. I totally want to go to this. It's from 6 to 8 p.m. Are they going to sell haunted objects as souvenirs? That'd be awesome. I'll have to ask Danny. Um, But it sounds awesome. Can I take my bundle of sage and go burn it? Get rid of the, yeah. I don't know if they would allow that. <laughs> Ruin their event by saging all their objects. Yeah, don't do that. Evil spirits, be gone. Go on this guy's jacket over here. Um. Okay. So another <laughs> couple of cool events that I found that are uh, state related, but also Halloween related. There is an event on the twelfth, nineteenth, and twenty sixth out at Camp Floyd Museum. Um, if you've never been there, it is. Where's Camp Floyd? West of my house by 15 minutes. Oh. <laughs> it's out in Fairfield. <laughs> um, actually, maybe like 20 minutes. The outline um, of the original fort is still there. And then the ch- it's the church 
gathering There's hall. a library and a school. Is what's still there. Yeah. yeah. And so basically, they had built all these barracks in this small town for war. And as soon as it was over, like they completely got rid of it. It's a little it's weird. It's like three miles away from the landfill. It's weird. Um, anyway, so they're doing a Ghost of Count Floyd, which is put on by the museum again on the 12th, the 19th, and the 26th from 7 to 9 p.m. It's $7. You do have to make a reservation at Camp Floyd at utah.gov because they limit it to 40 people. You said it was by the dump? Yeah. Are you sure it's not just trash pandas? Really? I've never seen it before. Mm. You you keep going past it, not a whole lot farther. It's a five-mile pass. Uh So it could be just a bunch of trash pandas and California seagulls making noise that people are mistaking for ghosts. I don't know. It's Camp Floyd. It's supposed to be one of the most haunted places in Utah. So why did a bunch know. of people die there or something? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. Did a, did a bunch of people die there and they were on top of an old Indian burial ground before that? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> no, that is not true. Or yeah. whatever, Jeff Dillon and the Dillweeds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not pulling your leg this time. Um, Another cool event, uh, we do a lot up north, um, but this is a little bit southeast down in Helper, and it's being put on by the Eastern Utah Tourism, something or another, um, on the 12th, and it's $15, and it's called Lonely Miners, Phantom Trains, and the White Lady of Spring Canyon. And so they go through six towns um, on a six-mile stretch through Carbon County, and I just think that would be a really awesome thing to do because <laughs> it's a it's just part of you know like unless you're out like looking for ghost towns or little towns like that you're not like actively on a tour like learning um the website did say it can be adult oriented so you probably don't want to take your little kids and you are doing a lot of walking they're so gonna say gonna swear words and they're gonna talk about brothers <sighs> Yeah. That's what adult, I've, what I've learned. My from favorite tours. thing is hearing people that don't ever swear use swears. And I heard somebody yesterday and it just made me laugh. And it actually made me really happy. <laughs> you should give me your phone, Jess, with the camera. Why? Because I need to take a picture of my puppy so you can post it on our Instagram. Because it's part. Why don't I just text her the picture I just Why don't I just text her the picture I just Because my angle's better. <laughs> give me your phone. You can text her the picture. He just can't because he has music in the yeah. background. Mine's playing Cuckoo Kangaroo, bitch. It's breakfast time. Not that you're a bitch, babe. Just that it's uh-huh. cuckoo kangaroo sure. bitch. Um, I would <laughs> announce the Wendover Airfield investigation, but I'm pretty sure it's sold out. So wait for next year. That's coming up, isn't it? The 11th and 12th? Nope. It's the 19th. It's the 19th. I'm just nope, saying. it's just the 19th. This is, this is telling you how awesome. Just our, the 19th. Just the 19th. Yeah. Just tells you how awesome our podcast our is. Our podcast is so awesome. Our dog our is Our dog has passed out. She's <laughs> not eating the cords, though. She's not eating anything. She's fucking assed out, which is awesome. That's this is good. the first time that That's she's. not trash in the studio. So my, my plan of, <laughs> of working her out a lot before you guys came over. Okay. And three more farmers markets. And then a two-week break, and then the winter market. Three more. Man, that's it. I got, we got to go this weekend. I got the coolest. Some One of the um, farms there had pumpkins, but they had built-in succulents into them. I totally bought one, and I forgot. And I just found it in my car, and I was like, oh, yeah. So I forgot about this. <laughs> <laughs> it's like rotting, no, rotting vegetables in your car. No, pumpkins last forever. Not if you cut them open. There, I don't know how they did it. I haven't like if you looked at it, but it looks or, really freaking or awesome. And wax does it too really well. I hope they have more next weekend because I would like another one for my desk at work. So, um, 
we have some crap to go over, but I don't want to do any of that. I just want to talk. So and don't. We're about out of time, aren't we? We got time. Got time. I just want to talk about haunted houses at all. Okay, let's do it. I don't because there's a whole bunch of other stuff, um, but I want to talk about haunted houses. So we can forget all this other stuff. Okay. That's okay because I didn't look at any of it yet again since I can't have time for anything at work. Well, I mean, technically you should be working, right? Yeah, but I know that all of you guys are looking at articles and doing things at work. And at work, all I have time to do is work. You should go to Savers. What's this water babies thing? I'm not ever going to I know the water babies. We should talk about the water babies. Okay, let's tell me about the water babies because this really has me intrigued and I didn't get to look at this. Wait, wait, wait. Water babies? Okay, so I I was looking up the haunted houses and kind of the Halloween stuff. And I came across this article that was, it, it was titled something like... Now, why, if you're so excited about this, did you let Chris just, like, bowl you over and say, this is what we're talking about? I'd forgotten about the water babies. But I saw water babies when I was looking for the Halloween haunted house article. Because it was a couple days ago I found the water babies. Anyway, it was, like, something like 15 urban myths and blah, blah, something. And But Utah popped up as having a, a myth. And so I'm thinking, yeah, yeah, it's all the same stuff that I've always heard about the... The Sasquatch, the Utah Sasquatch, the blah, blah, the blah. Skinwalker Ranch bullshit. You know, that stuff, that stuff. And it brought up this. That is creepy stuff. It brought up this water babies. And I'm like, what? It's, and so it supposedly in Utah, in Utah Lake. So Jess should know about this because you live kind of by Utah Lake. You're closer to Utah Lake than the rest of us. I do live close to Utah Lake because she, you know, floats out there on her mattress every night and just so, a little snooze. So water babies are believed to be some sort of a creature and they live, I guess, in the water and they make crying sounds like a baby and when people come out to, to check what's going on, they drown the people. They weren't some kind of creature. That actually creeps were, me the they F were, out. <laughs> they're believed to be like a dwarf. So like a, a, a little person. So basically, imagine Stephen Hatch down at Utah Lake. <laughs> lives in Utah Lake. Not lives in the lake. Down by the lake. They didn't like... They're not down. like some kind of weird like Loch Ness fish monster. Are you it's, sure it's not right a dwarf? Here, right like, like A type of dwarf like, that lived in the lake. Alright, so they're, they're, I think it's, I think you're talking more like a lore-ish dwarf. Okay, so, so Stephen Hatch. Stephen Hatch. Down by the, by Utah Lake. I'm Stephen Hatch. I'm just saying, like. It's like Waterworld. The way I read this, and he's, he's like gills. crying like a baby. He's like, wah, wah, wah. And Jess walks over to the lake to try and find the baby, and he grabs her and shoves her head under the water and kills her. So Basically real. But I like the one above it, the story above it, that was about the Shoshone tribe kids. In Idaho? That were drowned in a river or a lake. And then... Isn't it Shoshone? You know what? Stop correcting me. Well, I don't know. Is <laughs> it? I'm asking. So, yeah. No. So, so, no, in I, so the Idaho water babies come from people of the Shoshone tribe who drowned their babies in a river. Oh, they drown their own babies in a river. Yeah. And then those babies gain gills. This and sounds like, like the legend of the white, like, white woman that walks in a lake somewhere in some show that I watched. The lady day. at the lake? Who yeah. Holds up Excalibur? No. They drew. <laughs> so the water babies in Idaho grew gills and now <laughs> they've sworn revenge on the living. What? That's a lot. No, this reminds me of some movie that I watched at some point where there was some lady who drown her kids in the lake and then she goes and she's looking for other kids because she wants to sure drown she accidentally drowned her kids or she drowned them on purpose i don't know and then when she finds them she just redrowns them so it says that they also exist in nevada and california 
But the commonality between them all is that they lure people to the lake and drown them. The thing that I found interesting about this is I have never heard this one but before. But what part of the lake? Like anywhere on the lake? You better go like find out. Like the boat harbor? Like over where I go fishing? Like, part. You should go find out. Wherever, where I jumped in the lake for the ice? Like Wherever you hear the sounds it's of a, big a small lake. child crying. Wherever Maybe the it's out on the island. Wherever the crying babies are. Th- that's why they couldn't build the island city. That's why city. we can't hear it. There's too many real crying babies in Utah. <laughs> <laughs> they couldn't build the island city on Utah Lake because the water babies kept killing all the people that were trying oh, to do the surveys. Oh, that's still going to happen. No, it's not. When people try to go out there and survey, the water babies kill them. That's why it <laughs> and got make quiet. New water, that's Radio you, silence. Yeah, that's how you make new water babies. I want to be a water baby. <laughs> do you know? Do you know how many people that used to shoot on the side of the mountain there next to Utah Lake disappeared into that lake from water babies in the middle of broad daylight? It's a thing. Go look You're it up. You're just making this up. What? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Hold on. Hold no, on. I can just and visualize them. And these guys are terrifying we, in my let, brain. Let me let me get this straight. <laughs> We're doing a story about. Water babies, a completely bullshit fictional. It's not. It's thing. Native American lore. You don't know. You're not Native American. I'm telling you right <laughs> now, a dwarfish creature does not exist in the lake that makes baby crying sounds just to drown dumbass humans that walk to the lake. And then the catfish eat them. That's why they never find any carp and catfish. <laughs> They pull them down to the bottom, and then the catfish and the carp eat them. It's like it's like when you're watching a fucking Avengers movie, and your moment of disbelief is when he has a flip phone. <laughs> he wouldn't have a flip phone. Fuck you! He was flying around shooting laser beams out of his fucking hands, and you complain about the flip phone? Are the women getting together in their women with their woman moment? No, that was okay. Total, that I'm was going controlled. to on when that I do the not. recap for this show. I found more information about this on weirdus.com. Do, do you have a picture of a water baby? It's terrifying. I want to see it. <laughs> show me it. I can't. Does it have fangs? Um, Did it break your phone? Is it like yeah. the ring? If you show it, it to is. me, will it Kay, come crawling? Do you out know what? Phone? I have to tell you something about that because that's actually one of the events that I forgot to mention. So, Front Row Film Roast is doing the ring. No way. I have yet to see that movie since opening night. I went and watched Why? it in the movie theater with my eyes closed. I don't know because it was terrifying. It is terrifying. And I've seen a lot of horror oh, films. God, these. Fucking water babies are scary as shit. <laughs> I know. Look at these images for water babies. Look at those, I know. Look at those images. Are you fucking kidding me? Look at these fucking water Stop. babies. It's like that the Nirvana is- baby. <laughs> I googled water babies and all I've seen is a bunch of babies in blue water. Look. <laughs> oh, that's kind of creepy looking, but that is not what the picture the I Water here? baby look like. Ooh. Yeah. Water you know so weird. It actually looks like um, a garbage pill kid baby. Garbage. So Weird US is actually awesome. And I think they are they started in New Jersey as Weird oh, New Jersey. And now they like expanded. But they have a whole write-up on uh, Utah water babies. So. I need you to buy me this off of, e- off of Etsy. Look at this baby. They died down in the 1920s, I, Jess, by the way. Jess, I need you to look that at it. That looks like Gollum as a baby. Will you look at this water baby? It does look like Gollum. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Golem baby. This I, is I found it interesting, though, because I've never heard of that before. Uh, yeah, it's because it's bullshit. You don't know. I haven't heard of it in Utah, but there's so many variations. On look, this it's form. as real as that fucking eel that they discovered in Loch Ness that is the monster. I like the little meme that they've had around that's like, look, it's final proof of Nessie. And then there's like a pink stuffed dinosaur that's <laughs> <laughs> marches across the screen. <laughs> That's my favorite. 
Oh, all right. So, so I'm glad we had our water baby detour. Yeah, that's interesting uh, Interesting stuff and um, kind of creepy. Let's go watch The Ring, Jess. I did watch the third one. It wasn't as scary. Have you guys watched Marianne at all yet on Netflix? That's effing terrifying. No. It's based on a French TV show. It's terribly dubbed, but it's the first scene is horrible. I, so I don't, I don't, uh, I love scary movies. Let me, let me start there. I, for as much shit as I talk about ghost hunting and water babies, I <laughs> love scary movies. They're probably one of my favorite things to watch. Um, like Jeepers Creepers is a great movie just cause it's fucking awesome to make fun of, but I don't get scared in Jeepers very many, creepers. very many scary movies. The last creepers? movie that actually, Jeepers actually scared creepers. me was Insidious. Yeah, that was bad. And it was probably the last one. It like, was I cried. Fucking terrifying to me. Like something about. But also, when we watched, I don't know that you were fucking terrified. When I we think you were Insidious, slightly scared. It was pitch black in the room, and we were watching that movie. And that movie's pretty fucked in the dark. Like it's really, really freaky. Fucking demons running around the walls and shit. Go watch Marianne. But I grew up watching, like, my mom at seven years old, she's like, let's watch Hellraiser. I'm like, okay, let's do it. <laughs> so, um, Rosemary's Baby was coming out when my mom was pregnant with me, and her priest told her not to, <laughs> not to watch it. <laughs> I'm like, did he think that I was going to be a demon child, or did was he just advising all pregnant women and not to watch yet, it? here you turned out. Speaking of scary things, there has been a douchebag inciting in Ogden, by the way. The president what? here? No. Douche Baggins? Yeah, Zach Baggins. <laughs> Douche Bo Baggins. And Ghost Adventures wow. fan in Ogden. What? Why is it? Did I get a broken one? No, it opens like a book. Oh. It's like a book. I was an idiot today, by the way. <laughs> Just table. Did I get a broken <laughs> There was like two It's staples. the book version. Um, okay, so we're going to talk about haunted houses. In- or you know what you could just do? Well, okay. I had issues but today, let's, okay? Let's do this. Look, let's, now it's working. Let's talk to our guest real quick, uh, and then we'll come back and talk about Haunted House to finish the show, okay? Well, tonight we have the uh, pleasure of being joined by Wendy Pettit, not petite. Not petite, no. <laughs> I mean, she's I'm, kind not of a say- petite person, I'm not saying she's not petite, but her last name is not petite. It's Wendy Pettit. It's Pettit, yes. Pettit. Thank you. Petite. Petite Wendy Pettit. I'm sure you've never heard that before in your whole life. Actually, no. That's the first time. Wow. That is actually the first time. She's not. A, she is a. She is a she's small lady. Small. So I don't know how people haven't said that to you before. Congratulations for coming up with that one. It's that first. You heard it right here, folks. You're not yanking my chain. Look, some guests have pulled the wool so far over my eyes when we're just bantering. I'm really not kidding and I'm with like, you. And and I really was like on like belief level, and then like. Ten minutes later, they're like, you're an idiot. I can't believe you believe that. <laughs> it was funny. Good old Jeff Dillon. Yeah. That was we awesome. love you, Jeff. Jeff Dillon and the Dill Weeds. <laughs> uh, so Wendy is with us because she is with uh, a group called Preservation Utah. Yay. What Preservation do you do for Awesome. Yeah, Preservation Utah is awesome. So what do you do for Preservation Utah? So I am the Public Outreach Director. That's amazing. I usually forget my title. So um, so we um, we are an advocacy group. We advocate for the preservation of buildings, um, homes, areas of town, um, building. I already said buildings. So. Wasn't last year you guys had a, the pickle building? Did, 
Or was um, it two years? It's the same thing that's happening with National Geographic for the Main Street voting. Oh, yes. Yes. And that would be great to talk about that, too, because... Um, so, same group. Same group. Yes. Yes. We have... Um, this year, we're partnering with um, Clubhouse on South Temple for that same Vote Your Main Street. Um, they are up for um, $150,000 in grant money to replace uh, their front of their building's uh, porch and to add a, a ramp to make it accessible. And uh, that would be fantastic. That building's been around over 100 years. Wow. And it used to be the Ladies Literary Club, which is a really cool group of people. But it's on South Temple, not Main Street. It's on South Temple, yeah. So vote your Main Street is part of... Because <laughs> Main Street is small town America. There you yes. go. It's yes. part of saving um, saving places. So... They should have talked to uh, Salt Lake County before they built tracks and destroyed downtown <laughs> for like 10 years. It's now, tracks is very fine. much worth it now when it's recovered, it's but holy fine. crap. Everyone that had businesses back It's then. all fine. <laughs> that was rough. That was rough for them. Yes, it was. I like uh, having tracks right next door to my work. I mean, it's great. The tracks line needed to be done, and it's a fantastic thing to have downtown and in the valley. But Does your daughter use it? Yeah. Both mm-hmm. of my daughters use it. For what? They do? Hmm? The front, well, the front runner. Well, I don't really. Ca- I mean, I know that's kind of part of tracks, but I don't really. But then tracks, because tracks. tracks goes right to the U. Oh, okay. So yeah, they both use it to come home from time to time. Hmm. So, Wendy, um, how did you get involved with with Preservation Utah? Um, I answered a job applic- a job opening. <laughs> 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 no, um, um, I I am the type of person that knew I would never make a whole lot of money in life because my whole objective in my jobs is to make a difference in the community. And um, I really loved what Preservation Utah does. I, I really love the the idea that we need to keep our history intact, and that means the buildings, because if we tend to lose our historic buildings, we lose our stories. And then we stop talking about what happened in the building, stop talking about the people. And we, you know, we lose, you know, both the both the, the building and the stories. And we've lost so many. So so I posted two days ago, I think, some about the Bavaria Brewery. Have you ever heard of yes, that? Yes, that was cool. I've never heard of that. I was digging through the archives and I found this Bavaria Brewery that was in Salt Lake. Turn it's incredible. Century, 1900s. I could find nothing on it other than this picture. Wow. So, so you're, uh, you're, you're bored at work. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> if you're bored at work, you can come to my house and do a few things while I'm at work. Lunch break. Yeah. <laughs> Time on your hands. So, but perfect example though of something totally, completely lost. And other than that picture, which I don't even know where that came from, to be honest with you, there's no record of it. Exactly. No nothing. Yep. So what you do for fun during lunch is either go to Savers or comb through Salt Lake City archives. Yeah, that sounds like fun, doesn't it? Sounds awesome. <laughs> Jeremy's an architect, by the way. So he knows old buildings really well. It's true. A lot of retrofitting of old buildings. That's true. So what what is what does Preservation Utah actually do? I mean, to to say they're trying to I don't know, Fun-based. preserve old preserve. buildings <laughs> like it it's more than that, right? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a lot more. It's um it's you know, we also talk about um um, helping communities um, learn how to uh, preserve their own places. So, um, oh, this is a beautiful segue. So one of the ways we're doing that is with our Salt Lake Modern Tour this uh, this Saturday. at um, It's in Holiday. 
And what we've done is we've worked with this um, community group, group in the community that have these fantastic mid-century modern homes. And they were built for the 1955 Parade of Homes. Oh, wow. Now, that was back in the day when the Parade of Homes was built like for just your middle class person, not, you know, those. Not the super rich houses that Jeremy so, designs now. Exactly. So yes. even in, even in the 90s. I was just going to say, I've been to a Parade of Homes of your that you did that was just a normal house. Yeah, yeah, I've I've done some that are normal, but even even up into the nineties, the Parade of Homes was a street. Yeah, it wasn't spread out all over yeah. the place. It was a street, and every house in that street was designed and built by somebody different. But that's how they did it up until, well, really, the crash is what changed all of that. Is oh. when the economy tanked. But I remember in the nineties. I remember in college, that was one thing that we would do for some of our classes. We would go go to the Parade of Homes, but it was like. One whole street, like yeah. 10, 12 homes, and you just went house to house to house to house. Yeah, and that's how this is going to be, too. And that's the way that's the way it used to be. Yeah. So, yeah, the one you're talking about, very cool. Very cool. The homes were built by um, a great architect named Stephen McDonald, and uh, he just did wonderful um, architect. He was very into the Japanese style, so some of these homes have really cool Japanese type. How um, many homes are on that one? Like 20? There, this one, we only have... Um, Five to six homes. I think we're trying to work on another one, but that are available. Yeah. How does yeah, that available. How does that conversation happen with these homeowners to get them to be part of the stuff? People come through their houses. Well, luckily on this tour, the homeowners almost fell in our laps. Oh wow! And said, "Hey, we're we're looking to save the volunteer the, our neighborhood." Yeah, yeah. We're looking to <laughs> to save um, those buildings. Um, and we, what, what can you do to help? And we said, Hey, we have this Salt Lake Modern Tour. And they said, Sure, we'll open our houses and let, you know, 500 people walk through our houses. So in some one of the day. proceeds go to them? So, no, all of the proceeds, um, it is a fundraiser for Preservation Utah. Every event we do is a, a fundraiser. We're a very small nonprofit. And so when we do events, it's to help us keep going. Gotcha. Yeah. You should see if you can do the, the one and only Frank Lloyd Wright home in all of Utah. Um, that would be really cool. It's in Bountiful. That's a really cool building. But that one's very private. Yes. Yes. <laughs> but that would be cool if you could add that to the tour. That would be cool because that's very better, very um, Art Deco, like mid-50s Art Deco style. I think it was recently yeah. up for sale. It was yeah. eh, probably about three years ago, like two and a half million, I think. There's that one across the street from James's house. Oh, yeah. That's a, like a modern Art Deco style home. Yeah, but it's not. It's you probably know, not old his, new. Yeah, it's probably not historic. <laughs> historic. <laughs> However, it's definitely not. In this day and age, we do a lot of that because I've done a lot of that where people buy homes up in the avenues that they're really in bad shape. We tear them down and build a new one, but to look like it fits the neighborhood. The neighborhood. So it looks like it was built in whatever, the 30s, 40s, 50s, but it's not. It's new. And the thing I like about that, and I tell clients, is there's a difference between historical and old. Yes. And sometimes it's just old, and it's okay to tear it down and build something else. But if it's historical, that's different. Yes. Well, a lot of the the people in this neighborhood have been really upset because um, people are going in and tearing down these old homes and then building these huge houses that architecturally don't fit in the neighborhood. Right. They, they stand out like a sore thumb, and that's made them really upset. In fact, the day that uh, my coworker and I were on the street and we were kind of doing some contact with coworkers, there was one Stephen McDonald house that... It was intact when we got there. An hour later, it had been demolished. Oh, sad. And there was really no reason to demolish the house. It, it, it didn't have any problems to it. It was a beautiful house other than the land was Land's more important more the house. to build 
this, you know, well, another huge house that doesn't fit. Especially in that area, there's no available land. If you, no. If you want to build a new house, that's about all you can do. You have to do. demolish the house. Tear something down. Exactly. It was a really cool house, too. So. so sad. Well, I mean, when you get into some of the old homes that are historic, that are are coming up 100 years old, some of them, you know, stuff that was built in the 20s and 30s is 100 years old. Exactly. And and they're wrought with problems, mm-hmm. like retrofitting homes like that to come up to modern code for electricity to make sure your house doesn't burn down. It's a lot of work. Well, and, and typically, in all honesty, it's more expensive to retro. I ha- some of those homes, it's more expensive to retro it than it is to tear it down and build a new one. Yeah, because basically you just gut the inside of it. And redo all the inside. Right. Well, and plumbing, clear, plumbing, cloud to the street, electrical, everything, all of it. Oh yeah. So you're gonna tear it down to the frame, and that's it, and put it back together again. And at that point, it's easier to just tear it out and pour a foundation. So you have to have a real reason to want to keep it. Right. Like there was a there was a home. I want to say it's on like Ninth East and maybe Seventeenth South, somewhere in that area. Beautiful old home. Um, great Victorian style. And it was tagged as historic, so they can't ever tear it down now. So, that's good. Do you guys have part in any of that in creating the historic landmarks and the historic? We help. Homes? We help neighborhoods um, complete the applications to be able to do that. Absolutely, we're there to help them along the way. And what's the what's the qualification to to tag a home as historic? And well, it has to be fifty that? years old or older. And so that's the great thing about this neighborhood that we're doing our modern tour in is it's. It's it's ready for to get a historical neighborhood, um, in in it because it's fifty plus. Yeah, it's funny too because we think fifty plus a hundred is historic and it's nothing. <laughs> it's so so young. Like if you nobody look at, was alive back then. Look at the homes back in in England and France and any of the or non- even just in New York. Any of the non war torn exactly. countryside of of Europe and there's homes that are hundreds of hundreds of years old. How did you guys, so you're, this is on the east side of the bench. How do you pick, um, what area of, because it's Preservation Utah that you're going to focus on? Like you talk mid-century modern homes and there is also a very large community of them in West Valley. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know about any others. There might be some in Provo, but how do you guys pick, you know, where, if you're going to focus in St. George or Logan or, what dictates that? We generally do our home tours just here in the valley, just because this is where our, our offices are located. We have some great partners in um, other areas of town that do home tours as well. Weber uh, County Historical Society just did one. Um, there was one Pleasant Grove just did a walking tour. And so, you know, there's there's other societies in, in different cities that kind of do their own thing. So we hang out here. A lot of times it happens because we know somebody in the neighborhood. And that's usually where it has come from. Uh, you were thinking about West Valley. There's a really great neighborhood in it's West amazing. Valley. Um, Westshire. Yes. Um, I have a friend that used to own a house over there. Yeah. Ron Mullen, architect for that. And we did our homes tour in Westshire last year. Oh, nice. That's, so, the one that's yeah. just south of Valley Fair Mall. Yes. Yeah. I've done some remodels in there. Fantastic architecture. One just sold, actually, one of the originals, and it was original. It had never been touched. One owner. Wow. I saw that listing, actually. It was really awesome. She, she would rake Crazy. the shag carpet to keep it up so to make sure it didn't get matted. The same shag carpet? She had. It's the same shag carpet. That is disgusting. <laughs> I don't care how much you rake it. I have seen what happens to carpet when you tear it up. 
That is gross. There yeah. is no freaking way. Well, someone it. just bought that house with that shag carpet. They're hopefully ripping it out <laughs> and replacing if, if, it with Hopefully new. that's the only thing they'll do to the house because it is incredible. And if you want to see it, you can go to Preservation Utah Instagram and uh, there's a, a post about it. Nice. Nice. I want to take a step back and learn more about you. Um, have you always lived in Utah? I have born and raised West Side, Taylorsville. Taylorsville. Yeah. Taylorsville is not really the West Side, though. It was back then. Yeah, it was back I mean, then. It wasn't even connected back then. <laughs> so. I'm, I'm, I'm old, so it was. I went back to then. Granger because like Hunter didn't exist. Well, I mean, Granger feels like West Side because that's it. Is finger. West Side Taylor's, Taylorsville <laughs> High School isn't even to Redwood. That, that the more elite. Taylorsville West Side. is newer than Granger. That's true. Well, yeah, well, since they tore down the original Granger and built a brand new one. So. Taylorville's got to be next, though. Oh, yeah, I don't know. That that school has no windows. It's so weird. I don't think school should have the, windows. The, there's a, the one in Ogden, Ben... ben Keep it dark. Something. Ben Loman. It, ha, it has no windows. Like Taylorsville. It's haunted, too. Ben no, Loman's haunted. In, I heard in that. Ogden. No, I'm it's like Taylorsville. Oh, I don't know. I... I have never been into. T- but here we are talking to someone who is into preserving historic buildings, and you're like, just tear the shit down. <laughs> <laughs> don't put, don't build schools with no windows. There's a difference between old and historic. Look, well, let me let me tell you. You know the was it Granite High School, the one that yes. was on like 33rd, yeah. and that's that, that is, was sad. That was really a sad. sad that that's gone. Yeah, and they're not doing anything it, with it's the land. Still vacant lot. Yeah, that was really sad to lose that building. Now, why was, just tear it down? Because that building was beautiful. Well, there's one thing that we always advocate for. And reuse there's you know reuse is 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 i mean it may be expensive like you were saying but um it keeps our sense of place right it's like central high school exactly like like they've managed to be able to use that building for other things and it's a beautiful old school yeah there's a a couple of old uh, old private schools up on the east side up by east high tear them down no that they turned into really cool uh, apartments Oh, exactly. Yeah. yeah um, one they, in Sugar House that was the school right on 21st South that they turned into. They retro them and turned them into like yeah. really high end, really expensive apartments. Well, of course, they're in Sugar House. They have to be really high end and really expensive <laughs> just to be there. I mean, there's a lot of exa- excellent examples of reuse. I mean, one, you know, if you if you remember the Bay... Oh yeah, uh, you know yeah. The, yeah. the old yeah. Eagles, the, elect, the old yeah, electric so Cafe Molise just moved in there, and they they did a fantastic first business to try and do something there in twenty years. Yeah, <laughs> it was really. awesome watching that process, and though. it looks great. If you ever go in there, it's it's beautiful. They did a fantastic but job. How are they using? Are they using all this? That is a huge building. There they they, they do. They they use all the floors. Yeah, that's really impressive. Yeah, the the bar um, is from oh gosh, just escaped me. Um, one of the old. Um, oh, the Dead Goat Saloon. The Dead Goat. Oh, wow, yeah, nice. they took the bar out of the Dead Goat. That thing got tore down, what, like five years <laughs> oh, ago? Oh, God, the thing's been gone forever. I mean, I about, well, no, the building itself was torn down. Yeah, like the building five, was... Five, six yeah. years ago, something like that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember the Dead Goat. Oh, I do, too. What about, what about like, Port of Call? Shouldn't that have stayed standing? No. Uh, <laughs> you know, then the, then there's just some buildings that just, There's a you difference know. between old and historic. <laughs> <laughs> that check card was neither. It was neither, by the way. Does, does anyone really want to remember Port of Call years? I mean, well, well, the Shake Shack is that way. It was the, it was the old school. Yes, the, the school good, in, in Draper. That's a good reuse. And actually, I've heard some people complain about that, but um, I actually think, in, in I think we, cool. if you go Better inside of it, it like it's awesome the way that they used the yes. Um, the, Shell. <laughs> I live. I live close to that, and I love that building. And yeah. when it was the fence went up around it, I thought, oh, 
here we go. It's just going to be demolished. And turn into a parking lot for the car. Exactly. There was already there was already a parking lot in use right next to it. Yes, and oh, I'm very happy. We're we're, we're happy with the the that's, way it. That's it, really yeah. They did a really good job with it because it, it, again, it keeps still keeps the sense of place. Yeah, uh, you know, people can still talk about it. It's not lost. So okay, so let's go back. So you, you went wait. To, I found the oh. shag carpet and it needs to go. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm that's, I'm all I'm all up for how pretty this architecture is and it's beautiful. It's open, but that shag carpet is nasty. Someone commented that was the shaggiest shag carpet they've ever seen. <laughs> that is not cool. That scares me. I don't think I could. That was a symbol of wealth. The you might get, you the might get lost in there. Maybe you lose your puppy in there. <laughs> I can't just lose myself in there. That's terrifying. Oh, it's so soft. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so from Taylorsville, you went to Taylorsville High. Yep, then. yep, born and raised. Yep. Then, then what? After Taylorsville High, you graduated. Um, you know, I I spent four years at Solid Community things. College. I assumed you graduated from <laughs> graduated. <laughs> spent spent way too long at Solid Community College. Uh, what did you study there? Oh gosh, everything I think, in four years. I I really did. I think I took every <laughs> class that was available. Yeah, I. I was one of those late starters. I I got actually didn't finish my bachelor's till I was like thirty because I took a lot of time off. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just kind of hung around and lived in Phoenix for a few years. Moved back here. So what took you to Phoenix? Um, ex husband job, his 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 job, and uh, moved back here and got divorced and like, kind of like you do started my whole whole new life and it's just it's. It's been awesome, though. <laughs> that was probably one of the best decisions ever. <laughs> so you are back in Utah by choice then? Yes. It wasn't like a forcing thing that No, happened. no. I taught school for a few years. Oh, where did you teach? Fourth, fifth, and sixth grade. Oh, <laughs> you are a saint. <laughs> you notice I no longer teach school. <laughs> you put in... That, to me, teaching school is like military service. It's like doing it time is, in Vietnam. Yeah, it is a it is a, a saintly thing, and I understand if you hand can't do it... Hand-to-hand combat. I understand if you can't do it more than a few years. Yeah. What well, did you teach? Um, oh, everything. Cause, no, yeah, where? Oh, where? I taught, I taught at Challenger School. Oh. And if you know any of my old students are out there, hey, this is Miss King. <laughs> stay good, kids. <laughs> stay in school. Stay, stay in school. Stay good. Be they're, good. They're not in school anymore, probably. How old are I don't they know now? how oh, God, they're, they're probably all married and have kids by now. Now Keep they have their own fourth and fifth graders. Exactly. Some of them, maybe. Maybe you inspired more teachers and then they're like, why did I become a teacher? I hate oh, King. That's right. I hated that, that lady. Terrible, terrible person for inspiring me. <laughs> It's like Dumb and Dumber. Dumb and Dumber. <laughs> that John, that, what is it? That, that John Denver is full John Denver is full I did live in uh, Berkeley for a couple years. That was fun. Berkeley, Berkeley California. Nice. After all. So, yep, yep. Okay, after. So Berkeley, so Phoenix, back here, uh-huh. Berkeley. Berkeley, and then back here. Back here. There's just, there's there's a reason why I should be here. I keep coming back, so I'm just sticking around. I've got a great, I got a great husband. I got a five-year-old. Got a great I'm job. Sorry. Five-year-old. <laughs> So then what? It's like my puppy. No, no, five-year-old's great right now. You just wait a few years. Yeah, we've got through the... the she she lived through the third and four... Oh, no, it's three a girl. ...four-year-old. Oh. But yeah, we're not looking forward to the... Uh, if anyone out there wants to, wants to trade nope. their child, like it, when they turn 12, if you have a boy, we'll trade you. You raise our daughter. We'll yeah, girls boy. are gross. Yeah, I raised two. They're in college now. And do it again. Boys are a lot easier. <laughs> Jeremy has three girls and a boy. Ah. 
Oh, she's great. I love my kid. I do. Yep. Oh, I love my kids too, but they're gross. <laughs> you won't love them when they're 14. I'm not looking forward to it. And they won't love you and they'll let you, you know. You will it. say to yourself, I love them. I love them. I love That's them. That's the mantra of but a 14 yeah. year old yeah. parent. <laughs> Specifically girls, I yeah. think. All right. So Berkeley back here. And then what are you doing when you got back from Berkeley? So um, I got a, a master's degree in museum studies. And I uh, worked at, at here. Uh, no, when I was in Berkeley, in Ber- that's okay, why I went there. Okay. I did not go to Berkeley. I went to a private school in Berkeley. In Berkeley. I always have to tell people that because they just assume. They just assume you went to. UC they did Berkeley. that when I told people I lived in New Jersey. They're like, "Oh, you go to Princeton?" I'm like, "Yeah, no. yeah." No. <laughs> you know, there's more than one school in exactly. New Jersey, right? Believe it or not, all of New Jersey. No, there's oh, only were, one school. You were in the Northeast. Did you go to Princeton, Yale, Harvard, oh, which one? Right. Brown. You should just tell them. Yeah. Yep. No, yep. No. That was me. I went to New yeah. York City Community College. <laughs> <laughs> I went to I went Fact. to Newark Community. <laughs> Newark Community College. Nice. I learned where the smells made. <laughs> Newark does smell. I don't care who you think you are. I've never been there. It's it's all right. You got to drive like thirty minutes to get away from it. But then New Jersey is a beautiful state. <laughs> Just stay out of Newark. <laughs> Good, That's good true. to know. I will keep that. And in the closer mind. to the airport you get, the seedier Newark is. It is really <laughs> a little sketchy by the airport. It's like our Jersey City, yeah. By our by our airport's a little sketchy too. I will say though, like Atlantic City. I went to Atlantic City. I went on the beaches. Crap. It wasn't as it, like <laughs> I had always heard like how horrible and needles are. There were no needles. No. It was fine. That's was- John Denver again. But yeah. it's still, I don't. But like, you did find needles in Taylorsville. Yeah, I did actually in Taylorsville. <laughs> well, that's. I mean, yeah. You know, you, you know, know that where the the chubbies and the it's cubbies <laughs> and the gym and crap Which, are. By the way, there on. is a chubbies in Pleasant Grove. Yeah, chubbies. Jess is the one that told yeah. you there was a chubbies. <laughs> in yeah, because we talk about it all the time. Because there's one in Saratoga Springs. Too. Yeah, I saw it. On my confusing trip <laughs> last week, I'm like, there is a chubbies. Okay, yeah. sorry, back to no, no, the no. Oh, I'm just talking about like the guys shooting up. Uh, steroids in the Planet Fitness. I decided that, that somebody was diabetic and dropped There's a needle. no way. That's lovely. So, dudes using steroids don't stab themselves in the butt in the parking lot and leave their needle. You don't know that they stab themselves in the butt. Diabetics are careful with their sharps. You know who's not? IV drug users. <laughs> and this okay. got away from us really fast. That's kind of how this show goes. It. it happens. It happens. There are no Our historic buildings there. Our brains just kind of wander. So. What about, no, I bet you there's, there's something What about the old spaghetti factory? Does that count as a historic <laughs> building yet? Well, considering it's in Trolley Square, yes. No, well, there's no, one, no, one, no, there's one in Taylorsville. Oh. Oh. Well, yeah. <laughs> it's not Is it 50 no, years old yet? No, it's Taylorsville. It's in its own building. Yeah. Trolley Square is historic. It's probably pretty old, though. It's been there for a long time. I don't. It's not fifty, but it's been there for. There's a bunch of old historic like carriage house buildings in in downtown Salt Lake too Mm -hmm. that are all preserved that are freaking awesome that have been turned into like office spaces and stuff. Yeah, I'd love to work in one of those. Well, there's um, there's some talk. Well, we're kind of involved with um, the Draper Prison. You know how that's Mm -hmm. going down, and everyone wants to just you know demolish that. But we're trying to help save the 1940 1950 built. To um, re- reuse as a um, office building. I 
That's a noble cause. I don't think you're going to win, but that's a noble cause. We got, we got, we got some, some great community support. And that's the thing. We can't do what we, we, we can't do it without community support, you know. Because you got to have the people show up to the the problem is, is the money. Exactly. Yeah. The money. But how cool. I mean, think about how cool just, just that, the, the, um, different feel of the architecture in the area, this, you know, new town that they put a restaurant on the main floor, call it Cell Block D. Exactly. (laughs) That'd be awesome. I, I don't know about that. I've been like in the old Wyoming State Pen and Rollins because they. <laughs> That's a cool place. Yeah, I would never want to work in that building. I've been all the way like through we it. We were talking about no it. windows. I feel like That's this true. would be a problem. Yeah, this that is, is not, true. Like, I mean, is is your office like the cell door still? Do they just keep it? And like, <laughs> that would be cool. Actually, like, you just they just that take the locks cool. out, but it's. Got the bars. Today right? I felt like I was in prison at work. I don't think that would be cool. I'd much rather be in a cubicle farm. That's that restaurant down <laughs> I am in a Salt cubicle City farm. Jail. The old Salt City Jail. Yeah. That's yeah. kind of cool. Yeah. Yeah. That. I haven't been there since high school. Is that it's still around? I, I no. I, at the top of fourth yeah. Yeah. anniversary in now. Oh. Okay. Uh, yeah. But so it used okay. to be a restaurant. Does that mean that your, your door to your I don't know, um, room is a cell door? They lock you in at night. Oh, <laughs> no. that'd that be rad. <laughs> but see, that's another that's another good use of of an old building. See, reuse, anniversary inn. rehab, reuse. I've stayed at the anniversary inn, but the, not that one. The one on South Temple and what is it? Oh, Seventh East. Yeah, whatever yeah. it is. I actually stayed in there. I stayed in the basement, one of the basement rooms. My mom tripped and hurt her ankle because it's not very well lit. <laughs> yeah, a lot of those old buildings are not retro. There weren't any or, windows. <laughs> there weren't windows. So, is it the communities that are coming to you and saying, "Hey, we need to fight for this"? Are you guys actively like seeking out what needs to be like a list to registry that you have? <laughs> oh, we have we have so many projects going on at once. It's just crazy. Do you yeah. work with um, like? Capitol Hill at all for like funding or to get like historical society uh, involved? Um, like for what? Sorry, any kind of preservation. I mean, there's still, it's like we're talking about. There's so many old buildings in the state that yeah. um, could see a really terrible fate. <laughs> well, we also have um, you know we also have a really great state history. Um, you know, the, the, the state Utah state history is, is really great and they will actually help people walk through processes too. Oh, good. You know, so between us and state history, we feel like we can pretty much help anyone do what they, what they need to do. We also have, um, for those that, you know, we have community resources on our website. So for those that are looking to rehab their house on our website, we actually have a list of contractors that we know that, you know, work with, um, historic buildings and are historic minded. In renovations. So what makes it so important to save historical buildings and not just create new ones that are safer for the community? Yeah. What? Because you can make those buildings, you know, you can make them safe. You don't, you don't, you know, we don't need to keep them as normal. I mean, they still have to come up with all the, they have to fit all the, the current statues Mm -hmm. and, you know, earthquake codes codes and all of that stuff. But it's the idea, again, the sense of place that these buildings give us. Um, you know, we, we lose those buildings. We lose our sense of place. You may or may not know this just because it might be a really broad question. Um, in America, why hasn't there been a system put in place like there are in other countries where historical places are protected? Like you cannot change them. There are certain building codes. Like I remember going through Italy and 
they were talking about the old houses and how there were laws that mm-hmm. they couldn't be changed. Yeah. No, that's 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 really a, a, something that we're really missing here. And that's why, especially like in, you know, in Murray, we're helping to advocate for for that change mm-hmm. that if someone wants to build down, tear down an old building, they actually have to go in front of a committee and discuss why and have to you know prove their case and get approval for that. So we are working towards that. Yeah. And that's, that's something that I think we are missing here. Well, if something's designated historical, you do have to have permits to change and stuff. Cause I know we insure an apartment building that's on the historical registry and like they can't change out the windows because exactly what, what's wooden. on and what's on the outside of the building yeah. has to have approval for what you do for it. Exactly. But it does not keep it from being demolished. Oh, that's okay. that's the other thing. If it is just because it's a historical register building, it does not keep it. So they could tear it down. They just can't change the outside. Exactly. Without. Yeah. Yep. That seems kind of weird. Yeah. Yeah. Welcome to Utah. <laughs> well, it's not just Utah. Yeah, that's well, how it I know, is everywhere. But still, that's weird. Yeah, look at L.A. Like, old L.A. would be incredible. And now you drive through and you're just like, what happened here? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, all the, the, the mid-century modern architecture of old L.A. That's, would have been just fantastic, yeah. right? Yeah. 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 We can't let that happen to you. Well, you never know when there's going to be a big fire that burns down almost all of your entire city. <laughs> there's that. That does happen. That's happened a few times. That's happened a few times, yes. Or when you're going to get bombed by the Germans. <laughs> well, hopefully that doesn't happen. I mean, I'm just saying, like, half of London was destroyed and had to be rebuilt. New Orleans burnt down twice. Yeah. And Earthquake. Flooded. Yeah. Chicago burned down. <laughs> Seattle burned down and then sank. Yeah, and then, yeah. then had poop all over it. <laughs> yeah. So you said that you've only been with Preservation Utah for about seven, seven months? months? Yeah. What's been your favorite project that you have been part of so far? My favorite project, the homes tour, are definitely my favorite projects. Those are just so much fun to talk with the homeowners, get the history of the buildings, learn, like, even, you know, we, we have to go into the historical society and get, you know, old pictures. And that's been the, the best part. And then just seeing people, like, understand how cool it is to have these historic buildings still intact and want to find out how they can help support keeping historic buildings intact. So do those people know the stories of their homes? Because I imagine that... Some of them do. Many aren't the original owners. No, not all of them. Some of them do, and then some of them don't, and that's when we get into research and find it out for them. But they love it once we find it out for them. I want to be a researcher. So (laughs) what kind of people actually go on the tours? Is it like everyone? Yeah. Or is there a certain type of person? No. Yeah, we we get the we get a, a quite a variety of people that show up. You would think like it would just be an older crowd thing. Nope, we get young kids, families, yeah, but all along the spectrum of people. That, that would be why I wouldn't let my house be open. I would not want little kids in my house. <laughs> it is it is difficult. We we make sure that we have volunteers in every room of the house that people are going to go in so that you know you have a five year old. They move. <laughs> Fast. They do move fast. It's true. It would be tough for me because I walk around nude all the time. Now. <laughs> you do not. The kids are out. Like I'll I'll wander downstairs to let the dogs out in the morning. Yeah, but it, this is. You know, these people are coming. We you, pro- you probably wouldn't even <laughs> be like, in. Wait your a house. minute. It's October fifth. Oh crap! Today? It's five o'clock in the afternoon. Oh man, I got to put pants on. They're all the way upstairs. There's already people here. I can't shut this door. 
Remind me never to ask you to be on our home tour. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think this house will yeah. ever make I don't it to th- the historical I don't think you, registry. I don't think you're going to see mid-90s track housing on the <laughs> historical registry. That is I don't crazy. know. One day, if a whole bunch of it gets destroyed, maybe it'll be special, but well, not right now. I mean, that's interesting. Remember the day of the of the tract houses out and out and in the What's west side? What's a tract house, mommy? <laughs> what tra- what's tract house? Every house that's been built since like the '60s, <laughs> pretty much, right? When did tract housing become huge in like the '70s uh, and '80s? Post World War II is when yeah. they really took off because you could order them from a catalog. Yeah. Oh, the Sears, the Sears houses! Catalog. Oh my gosh, and those houses were so cool. All the parts that show up, and you could build it yourself before a code meant anything yeah well you didn't have to be safe yeah you just had to have a house I mean, so that's who cares really if your corner is actually met post-world war ii is when it, they became very popular it also was more affordable because they could build an entire street at, at, at one basically time. at the same time and they're still doing it and well, automo- and, well do- and automobiles became affordable mm-hmm. and, and popular and so people could move out to the suburbs rather than having to live in the city mm-hmm. and you had to do something to get all these people that are coming back from the war gainful employment. Well, exactly. You, you pay somebody to drop five designs and you just make them over and over and over and over and over and over and over, and over again. Yeah. Yep. Same house. Yep. Yeah. It's tried and true. Every house in this neighborhood. <laughs> Not mine, really. mine too. Mo- so. <laughs> most of them though. Most of them. So, uh, well, and that's even the case. Like if you go into downtown Salt Lake, most of the neighborhoods in downtown Salt Lake are the same thing. They're still, yeah, they're even, still a track house. They're just prettier. Even back in the day, yeah. They, they're just made of brick. I mean, the avenues, there's a lot of houses that are mm-hmm. very f- similar in the avenues. Yeah, they're just not the... Urge nice. Sugar House. They're they have not all the those... mid-90s track house designs, though. Those yeah. were like... Th- this house design here and, and the few that are around the same design, they're so pervasive around the country. Well, because even like Jeremy's house is basically this design. It's just... It's like, one of the handful of different. alterations. Yeah. Yeah. But it's got a lot of similarities. Yeah. 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 But almost all the stuff is almost in the same places. I don't think this will ever become a historic home. No. <laughs> I just, I'm, I'm trying to think of how to make that happen. And Although my old house that was built on the Kern, old Kern's, um, base, I think some of those houses should be declared. Old base housing. Well, no, some of them are really beautiful. Like they have their original, like one inch wood, uh, flooring like my mom's oh, that's house. Cool. It's all been refinished, and if it if they haven't been changed on the inside, some of them are really kind of cool. Like they Cinder have block walls. They have um, arches instead of regular straight yeah. doorways, and all the frames are steel instead of like, oh, wooden. that's really cool. It's like that little town, Copperton. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. That thing is right out of the 1950s, yep. and it hasn't changed. Yep, it's almost eerie. It's cool, Safe but it's almost eerie. <laughs> That whole little subdivision. When it was originally built, it was for all of the the head people of the mine. So all the executives. That, so that's they were what, nice, the time, swanky houses at the time. Right. At the time, they were expensive, swanky homes in the late 40s, early 50s. But it's like, it is so weird because they have not changed at all. It's like... Is that neighborhood preserved? No. I mean, it's not... As far as I know... Get on that, Wendy. Yeah, we'll get on that. It's not like under any kind of registry. It's just nobody has touched it. But it's so far out of the way... That nobody lives there. No. Well, I mean, like, nobody... It's not like... Give We're going years. there in droves. Give it 20 yeah, years. Yeah, give it 20 years. We'll be building out there. I mean, we are. We already are building up on those mountains. We're getting closer. Yes. 
It's its own little community, like the time forgot. It's weird. That's really cool. It's cool, but that's it's that's weird. and that's like you know kind of things we want to see happen. Have you been out there? Do you know? I haven't. Copperton. Yeah, Do they still wear like poodle skirts and shit too when they walk? People around? didn't actually wear poodle skirts. When you when you go there, is it black and white? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Your you you go drive to into the neighborhood and everything goes black and white. It feels like it. I, have a I just want you to know here. that people, if you're going to dress. For that era, people did not really wear that many poodle skirts. Just stop it. Put your <laughs> pedal pushers on and just walk down the street. It's fine. I What's a pedal pusher? A Capri. All right. Wow. Can we talk about architecture some more? Sure. And houses and we're preservation. Talking about we were. I just skipped for a second. I just want to ask, because we're talking a lot about houses. What about like buildings like the... Union Pacific Building mm-hmm. or Rio Grande. Rio Grande. Yeah. yeah. What it, um, right now the Main Street, um, project from National Geographic is doing the Ladies Library. The Ladies Literary Club. Yeah. Um, which by the way, that building is pretty cool. It's that really building awesome. is really awesome. Again, go to our Instagram, Preservation you Utah. Vote. You can vote five times a day. Is that? Yes. So, right. yeah. So, um, you can, you, if you go to our website or our, our Instagram, uh, you'll find the link. To where you go to vote. Um, and again, you can vote five times a day, and Ladies Literary Club could really use that 150000 And the pickle, the pickle club, <laughs> the, pickle, <laughs> the, pickle the pickle company, uh, I believe it was last year that they got the grant, last year or the year before that they got the grant for the main street. But are there buildings in Utah that you would like to see um, you guys really push for that haven't been yet? I think right now, like our, our big push is we really do want to see that prison saved. That's a big push for us right now is to get that saved. Um, Rio, uh, the Rio Grande is doing great. You know, that's where the historic offices are. And I think that that place is, it's, it's, it's secured. Great. It's really great. They just got their new sign up on top of their, their building. That's a sore subject for Jessica. <laughs> I know it's terrible, but, uh, okay. you know, that old sign was, it, it, it was old. <laughs> and it, 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 remember how we expensive. talked about things It had some issues. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, they couldn't go up and um, do any renovations to it because it was unsafe. Oh. And, you know, there was also asbestos. So There's that. There's that. That's fine. Just wear a mask. Yeah. <laughs> but I know there are plans in place for that old sign. So I don't know exactly what they are, but there are plans in place. That's awesome. They're going to cut it up. And they're going to go stick it up in a storage unit by the University of Utah <laughs> with the Olympic stuff. I was just saying so, so that they can steal parts of it and it can never be put back together again. Just saying. These things have happened. These things have happened, before. yes. <laughs> weird, weird stuff that should not have been changed just magically changed based on timing for some reason. I mean, there's always stuff that, that comes up, you know, that, that we're, we're, we try to advocate for, you know, um, and then... We don't always win, and that's a very sad thing when that happens. But we try our hardest. So, do you spend most of your time with like local councils and and city planners, or do you spend a lot of time up on Capitol Hill? We do. We we um, do get on a Capitol Hill when they're in session, and there is something important that we need to be on there. So, yeah, we're up there um, mostly. You know, I I spend a lot of time doing all the social media and the marketing and the PR and. Um, you know, all that stuff, the events that come up. So we all kind of have our own little niche of things that we do. Again, we're very small. There's three of us, so we're very overworked. <laughs> we like it. That's a lot of work for three people. Holy you cow. You wouldn't stick with it if you didn't love it. <laughs> right. Welcome it's to true. an NPO. Yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of work for not a lot of pay. 
and uh, hopefully it's worthwhile for you. Exactly. Yes. I think people go through cycles and there's always an appreciation. Like right now, it's very mid-century modern. And then in a couple of years, it'll be something else. It will be something else. Yeah. You know, we live in a place where there's plenty of different things that I feel like it just can always go on. Like there won't be a a lull. Yeah. There's, there's not a lull in preservation at all. We have some really great examples, you know, not just here in Utah, but throughout the country that give us some, some hope that, you know, we can get done what we need to get done. Do we have any good Victorian neighborhoods in Utah? No. I mean, you got the avenues. That's. Whole, and, whole neighborhoods, though? I don't know. Yeah, there's don't, individual houses. I know there's individual houses that are very Victorian. Yeah. I'm not sure about a whole entire neighborhood, though. You know, around downtown. There's, yeah, but not, I yeah, I think you're right. I think not a whole neighborhood of There was a house back home that I always wanted to own by the library in Green River. Just because I had a turret? We called it the Barbie house because she painted it like this pastel. <laughs> oh, and boy. Pink, and it really stuck out, but it was well-maintained. It was a beautiful house, but it was very Victorian. Always painted Except for that it was pink. pink. That was awesome. It was so good. <laughs> I still, to this day, I love it. It's that just because you want a turret. Oh, turrets are awesome. I do want a turret. I would love I a do turret. Want a tur- in my house. I want a turret and, and I want an attic space that is a living attic space, um, with the crappy angled walls that you can't like, you have to like bend over to That's get to the That's when you can't walk room. up right in. That's when being short comes in handy. The, I've always wanted to have a room in a space like that or an office in a space like that. Because I just think it's a great space. Ooh, you know, we can just build your walls like that in here and you can pretend. <laughs> but I have to be like eight feet up, so I, you have to put a level. No, we'll just, we'll hire Jeremy to build walls and we'll hire Julia to paint a mural on the metal thing around your thing so it looks like you're looking out. No. And then you'll just stick <laughs> up there. It's not the same. It's not the same. And Jeremy already dashed my hopes of sinking way too much money into this house to expand it. So that's my job. Yep. Being, being realistic. Being realistic. <laughs> Jeremy, being all practical. The crasher of hopes and dreams. Yeah, that's like a job. huge, huge hope and dream crasher over here. Was <laughs> <laughs> there anything well, else? Yeah, what, wanna... what are some of the other things? Because you guys do a lot more than just focus on the homes. When I was out on your site, I was seeing a lot of little initiatives that you guys do as well oh. to try and help people actually do updates on their old homes. And, yeah, and exactly. Them. So um, we actually have people that ask us to put easements on their homes and the easement means that it cannot be uh, tore down, but it also means that they need to do anything to the home. They have to get approval for us. So we have the easement program. We have um, uh, it, low interest loans for what? For why, people? Why would someone do that where they have to have your approval to do something to their own home? Because the easement says that the home cannot be changed. And so it's kind of like what you were saying with the um, the historical registry, you know, how you have to get approval for that. That's the same thing with the easement. We were trying to keep the home in as historically accurate as possible. So they do it so that somebody who comes after them. So it's kind of like it's kind of like putting exactly. something in a trust in a sense. Yeah, yeah. So if you know if they if they end up selling the house, the easement doesn't stay with the people; it stays with the house. It's like a trust mm-hmm. version of an HOA, which is a organization. <laughs> yep, we do low gotcha. uh, low interest loans for people that are trying to renovate their historic homes. So oh, that's nice. That program. That's really helpful. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because that stuff's really expensive. Oh, it can be. Absolutely. And, and like I said earlier, we also have the resources on our website that of some of contractors and, you know, people like that that are 
preservation minded and doing renovations. Do you guys ever direct people to like the what? What's the Habitat for Humanity store? What's the name of it? The Restore. The restore. Oh, restore. Do you ever direct no. people to places like that? No, we like haven't. That? We haven't had that that opportunity There's to do that. Cool but, stuff there. but the Restore is awesome. Yeah, yeah, I love that place. Yeah, if you're looking for some cool furniture that's the place to go well they have tons of well they have like doorknobs and and tiles yeah and and yeah just a lot of antiques crazy antique stuff like a box of tiles right or doorknobs yeah yeah it was forever ago when we were there but they had those doors that were came out of of, they had to come out of a victorian home they were like real beautiful solid wood doors Mm -hmm. and panel doors they had some tile there that if i could have thought of a project chris was going to let me get them and i couldn't think of them fast enough Well, there's a shout out for Restore. Now we have 20 pounds of river rock in our garage that will never get out of the We don't box. have 20 pounds. It's just a box. I needed a border and it was cheaper to buy the whole box <laughs> than to just go. It's like 20 something pounds though. <sighs> it's a whole bunch of rock. It's a box full of rocks with netting between It was them. still cheaper than buying a border. <laughs> I know. I'm not saying it wasn't. I'm just saying we have 20 pounds of rocks in our, our shed. They're on matting. Make though. a fountain. Can I? It's oh, <laughs> a good project. <laughs> I I'm feeling extra handy after that compost box. So you built, yeah, he built a compost box. I'm, now he thinks he I'm can do everything. Baby steps. Like good for you. Man. Baby steps, little at a time. Baby steps. Yes. I tiled and redid the bathroom. He built a compost box, and now he thinks that he <laughs> can rebuild the house. Don't act like you're the, the only house. person that redid that horrible bathroom. Okay, you guys helped me, but I mainly did it. <laughs> good for you. Yeah, she's done almost all the work in this house. Um, well, Wendy, is the is there any other than the the tour? There? When is the tour again? All right, so here here you go. Here's all the details for the tour. Yes. The tour is Saturday. That's October fifth. It's from ten a.m. to four p.m. Um, unfortunately, I don't have the address of our headquarters, but go to our website preservationutah.org. And you can get your tickets. Tickets are twenty five or twenty dollars right now. Uh, they'll be twenty five day of, um, and you get to actually, you know, oogle people's houses by actually walking. Don't spill in. red wine. Don't I like that. <laughs> I like walking through people. So you get to see, and and there is one home on the tour that will blow your socks off, and I'm just going to say indoor waterfall. <sighs> And I can't go to the shag shag carpet house. Though. No, we won't have the shag carpet house. That's the West Valley. That's I know. Valley. I can't do that. And that's though. well, technically, that's, is that Taylorsville? Technically, uh, no, it's West Valley. That is no, West, it's Valley. West Valley. Yeah, it's right it's on the border. Valley. It's West Valley. Best Valley. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So yeah, so <laughs> the the tour is going to be fantastic. Nice. We're really excited about it. Yeah. PreservationUtah.org. How do you guys find volunteers? Because you said you have people in every room. We have a fantastic core of volunteers, and they reach out and grab people, too. But we are always looking for volunteers. They if, grab people, like Panier Park. Hey. Yep, yep, they do. They do. No, they call, like, seriously, I'm not kidding with it. They call their friends and their family in. We call our friends and our family in. <laughs> and and um, every once in a while, we get some new people that say, hey, I, 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 you know, I saw your website, or I saw your Instagram, or Facebook, or whatever, and we really kind of liked you. Do you get volunteers? The answer is yes. I would totally always have volunteers. I would totally do that because I would totally want to yell at all the people. Don't touch that. Get off that. What are you doing over there? 
<laughs> so the volunteers in the homes will actually tell you like the stories that are going on inside. So they actually have a narrative of it. Nice. So, that's awesome. Nice. Yeah. Do you guys check their pockets before they leave? Though, well, that's why we have volunteers in every room. To that's why sure I that, would be the no, one no, no. being like, get that, you out know, of your pocket. I'm asking if you check the volunteers' pockets. Oh, check oh. the volunteers. <laughs> Our volunteers are awesome. We wouldn't do anything like that. They are incredible I'm not, people. I'm not insinuating anything. I don't know why you're feeling so guilty. <laughs> Where's Grandma's urn? <laughs> wow. Wow, that got dark. Yeah, that, that went. That would that be went, a hard one to turn. To I, I where, where are they going to stick that? I'm thinking like letter openers and things like that. The silver, the nice silver. People have big purses, frames, okay, backpacks. To put yeah. an urn in, though? Oh, and we don't. Yeah, sure. we actually don't allow people to have have like big purses of backpacks. Yeah, because yeah, I'm homes. sure they turn. Exactly. They, turn, they take urns. That's Grandma's yep. urn. Yep. <laughs> Either way. No, it's, it's a priceless boss. Isn't there? And then Grandma starts haunting the house. Now it's a, a whole nother tour. Yeah, no, that's another a, tour. You just get a canister vacuum, clean it out really well, vacuum Grandma up, put her back in there. Seems like you, you know that before. really well. Have you done I that just before? know. I just clean my vacuum every time I use them. People make fun of me. Maybe I need to be able to have her at the ready to clean up grandma. Okay. You don't know. Grandma is. You never know. You need to ground. be prepared. I know my where grandma is. At. In She's the in the ground. <laughs> She's in the Catholic my mom. Cemetery. My mom will be in an urn though. But it, she's going to get buried in the ground in her urn. I don't know. It's all weird. But she knows you clean your vacuum, so she's going to be okay. Yeah. So she'll be okay be if the urn does end up in your yeah. house. Yeah, because I clean my vacuum. I'm going to become go. a fruit tree. Yes, Chris wants to be buried in the backyard. Oh, I saw that. That That's interesting. I want to be a fruit tree, and I want people to eat me. <laughs> eat the fruit that comes from okay. my body. I love that. I'm going to make you juice an, and give it I'm to gonna make you. I'm going to make you a apricot tree just juice. to piss you off. That's fine. That's fine. That'll I'll be haunted apricots. Yep, haunted apricots <laughs> that that almost kill animals, like dogs that eat them. It's and true. Don't don't digest the pits very well. Okay, we're going off for again. Okay. Dark. So that happens. Dark sorry, turn. sorry. So it's when, Halloween. It's October. It is. It is. It is the start of the Halloween month. Ooh. So Wendy, um, we we do have one more question for you. We ask every guest that's on the show. Um, you are in Utah by choice. Yes. Um, you've had a lot of opportunity to leave. You have left and you always come back. Uh-huh. What's one thing you would tell someone visiting the state of Utah they had to do before they left? That they had to do before they left? Oh, hit all five parks. All five national parks. Wow. If you're going to hit Utah, you're going to go to the national parks. All five. She didn't even try to guess one. She just said all of them. Yeah, because all of them are worthy in their own right. So that's that's what I would tell people. Yeah. Get down and enjoy our national parks. It's pretty incredible. They're all pretty close to each other. They I are. Mean, They're not hard to, to get to one to the other. Relatively. <laughs> a couple hours. Yeah. You can't do them all in one day, though. Like, no. Honestly. Set some time. Like Zion's probably, if you really want to see Zion's, it's like weeks to go through all the trails and stuff at Zion's, but you can take the bus tour on one day. There you go. My daughters both go to school in Southern Utah, so go to go see places, girls. Get out. They do. They do. They go to the lakes and the reservoirs that are down there. That is true. So everyone, just go to your website. What's your uh, your Twitter and Instagram? So we're preservationutah.org. Um, in, Instagram is preservationutah. I think it's prez ut. Um, I don't know. I just searched Preservation Utah and it popped it's up. It's not there you the go. president of Utah, though. No. <laughs> we have Instagram. We're on Twitter and we're on Facebook. And then we also have our Salt Lake Modern Facebook page, and that's uh. That's rad. Yeah. So we, we were trying to cover everything. And I do all the social media, so if you have any complaints, let me know. 
Awesome. Well, thanks for joining us, Wendy. Not it's just been a complaints, pleasure. but like, you know, the way it goes. I, I think it's pretty, yeah. not just complaints. I think social media is pretty rad. It is pretty it's, rad. It's always yeah. rad. I try. Social media. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having Thank me you. on, guys. Come to our uh, come to our tour on Saturday. PreservationUtah.org. Yeah, Brie, Brie wrote me a little message, and she's like, I want to go to this tour. Fantastic. I'm supposed to be painting, though. Well, you know what? Painting can wait. This only happens once a year. It has been waiting year. for months. You know what else? They don't paint historic houses ever, so, I mean. They paint historic no houses. No way. There's lead and asbestos in those houses. <laughs> they don't touch them. <laughs> You can paint over the top. You just paint over it. <laughs> That's the next chump's deal. They got to deal with it. You guys as are awesome. As long as you don't remove it, you're fine. Yes, just don't touch it. It's when you touch it. it that it's a problem. Yeah. Yes. Or breathe it See, in. See, I know these things. Well, thanks, Wendy, uh, again for joining us. That was uh, that was a good chat about historic. I wish I didn't have that wedding cake. I really want to go to that tour. So yep, bad. I think, or I want to volunteer sometime. That'd be cool. So you could just hang out in someone's house for yeah. a while. Like go like through the shit between people. The dog yeah. is trying to eat Jeremy's shoes while yes. they're on his feet. There, I want to be in the bathroom so I can go through medicine cabinet. Just kick her in the mouth. That's fine. Just Whoa. That she'll stop. I promise you. Do you know where stop. you can get kicked in the mouth? At Asylum 49. Fuck yeah, full service, full service. Full service. <laughs> <laughs> Dr. Fear will full service you. So haunted houses in Utah. I still have my little thing that he gave me pinned up to my board at work. So I think we talked about this in the past. And one thing that a lot of people don't know about Utah, Utah's like one of the haunted house capitals of the world. Like we take Halloween really fucking Let's just serious claim it, babe. here. Utah is the haunted house capital of the world. Well, so we had like Rocky Point Haunted House for a long time, which is now an Asian Which? supermarket and a strip club. Um, <laughs> but it was an amazing haunted house. and It, it won. won awards. And that was actually its undoing. It had best haunted house in the country multiple years in a row. But I remember towards the end, like it was just a cattle line through the thing. And you, you're not going to get scared. Part of what makes a haunted house fun is when you get scared. But you got to have some space. You can't be like in a group the whole time. Yeah, and that's so. That's like when we go through these. I've been through a lot of haunts in Utah, by the way, um, because uh, I love them. They're one of my favorite things. And Bree is a great willing participant, sometimes willing participant to go through them, and she gets really scared. So it makes me. But I'm the guy. I, so I don't get really scared. I'm she's really like people behind her. I'm really easily startled. Or in front of her that look creepy. Or in clown makeup. So it doesn't or take a, but a second to startle me. And then once the I chainsaw asylum 49 was my favorite. <laughs> once I get startled, that's the end. So I, I'm the kind of guy that like ignores the fucking actors and pays attention to the detail of the haunts because that's the part that I really enjoy is like how much. Like the, the effort the asylum. Pu- but that's when you get like stuff. enthralled and like deep in that you're not paying attention to the actors and that's when you get scared. I mean, that's when some people get scared. It takes a lot to scare me, and haunted houses just don't do it. If I could find one that did, I would be all over it. I think if you would have gone through Asylum 49, it might have given you the creeps, because it was pretty creepy when we were walking through just... Oh, I've been through it. I've I've been talking praises about that fucking place for years. I love Asylum 49. I don't think... I think it's too scary uh, Their social media is on point they, okay, this so, year, by the way, because you, they're showing like, oh, what happened to so-and-so? <laughs> but all you see is like Dr. Fear, because you know that you just took him back in. So so just so we're clear, you guys can go back to last year's episode. We did a whole thing with Asylum 49. We were there for their opening night. Asylum 49 awesome. is awesome. Uh, 38,000 square foot 
former hospital and mental institution. And they are back on the hospital side this year. And and it is like the whole thing has been retrofitted to be a haunted house. It is said to be haunted um, by a bunch of fucked up shit that was there. There's some crazy like because they found medical records and crap like that. And they've got some really insane fucking stories from this hospital of shit that happened. Um, real, too. Not just made up. No, no. Like, real like, stuff. Like, real stuff. And they... So, this is, like... It is 100% worth the drive to Tooele. I can't stress that enough. I feel like Tooele isn't as far as away, away as everybody thinks Tooele is. It is if you live on, like, the East Bench. Also, it is cash only. They do have an ATM on site, but cash only. Yeah. But, just wanted to throw that out there. But you... Definitely should take the drive. It is yes. so worth it. It is really cool. And there's not another haunted house in Utah. <laughs> you just go hang close. out in the lobby and watch people come out. It's funny. Uh, so then we're going to continue. Um, so we'll get into the Salt Lake Valley. Uh, you've got Castle of Chaos. Um, Castle of Chaos is, is a full contact haunted house, um, or at least has the option to be uh, a Four full, levels. full contact. Yeah. Don't you have like a colored? Yep. Yeah. Lanyard or yeah, something. Yeah, usually that's how they do it. And that's that's a cool thing that, that has just started to happen where you have the multiple levels of like, you can they touch me, ones. you can you can grab me, I want to be grabbed, those kinds of things versus don't fucking touch me, I don't scare me. Wand. I've got a five-year-old kid with me at nine o'clock at night in a haunted house because I'm a shitty parent, that kind of person. <laughs> when we went, when we took Mari a couple of years ago and we did the full contact thing, they came and lifted the girls and I up and just carried us down into the haunt so there's dead city haunted house which i've never been to i don't I think this is their it. second year okay yeah, so. 50 rooms of fear they added fifty thousand dollars in animatronics that's like one that's like one piece. <laughs> <laughs> that's like Candy. that's like the guy at the beginning that pops out of the casket i'm going to the less scary day uh there's fear factory um the old cement factory also thought to be haunted. Um, also, something really cool that they do during this time of year. Um, I just haven't seen it any other time of year. On um, Mondays, Monday nights, they do like a regular just historical tour through the fair factory. So oh, cool. um, oh, cool. you can do that through Grim City a, Tours. It is a cool building. Yeah. It's I scary. Mean, the facility itself they is have a, cool. <laughs> Do they sell the zip line? <laughs> Ah, I've, I've seen it, but whether or not they're actually using it, I don't know. Well, no, Sean's been there when they've had the zipline. I just don't know if they have it every year or if it's... I don't know. I've Too I, many clowns. So there's also... Um, do we want to stay in Salt Lake or do you just want to go through Let's the list? Let's go through it. So in American Fork is Haunted Forest. 25 years. That's been going for So it's in a different years. spot now, though. It is. and I Because like, they built a freaking car dealership yeah. where the old one is. The old one was really fucking cool. The new one's pretty cool, too. Um, it's still... Pretty creepy, but it's not as it's not as foresty as the first. I remember one. the old one, the the original one that was over by was the freeway, and it's weird because it was like right next to the freeway, and it was it's really fucking creepy because there's all these overgrown, like not well taken care and of had trees, house barn, mm-hmm. uh huh, that was yeah. part of it. So like halfway through, you went into and did yeah. part of the inside of the house. So the old the new one's great. Uh, the new one's still really good, and it's 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 creepy and it's different than. Most haunted houses, because it is mostly outdoor, um, and you are crawling, so you don't want to go during the day, go at dark, uh, after dark. And, and it is creepy because you're, you're outside. It's cold. You're, you're climbing through trees and bushes and shit. Uh, there's a trail, obviously. Um, also not really handicap friendly, by the way, so just be aware. Do of they that. still do the hayride through it? Cause the old one, there was a tractor no. and they would, no, you, th- there was an option for that on the no. old one. 
It's not the new one. The answer is no. It's not a fucking corn maze. <laughs> that was, that was, that last, was last, episode. That's last week. You want a fucking corn maze yeah. for your bitch ass? Go to last week's episode. Um, there's the haunt, haunted Halloween Haven in Spanish Fork. I've never been to this one. It's a garage haunt that was started six years ago. Wow, that's, that's really cool. That's impressive. I'm not driving to Spanish Fork for that. Uh, there's the haunted Hollow Trail of Terror, which is actually just another haunted forest. It's actually the same folks. Okay, but think about like how scary being acres? lost in a forest is. Like, so that I, I is been, terrifying. I've been lost in the forest and on, on the mountainside in the cold and. With little kids and my mom, and it's not fun. I want to go to this one because I've been to the original and the new Haunted Forest in American Fork, and it's the same guys that run the one up. Can you go and let me know how it is, please? Uh, Yeah, sure. 13 acres, that's a lot. That's a big space, yeah. Yeah. It's a big space. Jeremy, why don't you take us for your birthday? Yeah. (laughs) And go on Tuesday night. There's a... When it's your birthday. When you get older than me. My birthday is on Tuesday. We will be podcasting Old fucker. That's right. Ye old man. I like how Haunted Case Cross doesn't even have any fucking details. Um, this is stupid, by the way, because <laughs> like I don't. E- I didn't even know that they still allowed people on that property unless you know somebody. Because it used to be a haunt, um, but from what I understood, they took it down. So Apparently I guess it's, it's back. back on. So pay fifteen dollars to go walk and see where it used to be, and go look at a piece of rock. Yeah, money speaks, guys. Um, Nightmare Acres at Black Island Farms down in Syracuse. I've not even heard of that one. This is the the all new location that I was telling you about. Animals, lots of good farm fun. Farm fun. My guess is not a very scary (laughs) home. There's nightmare on. <laughs> there's nightmare on thirteenth. What 13th, is wrong with you? Farm uh, fun <laughs> over by the ballpark. Nightmare on thirteenth's been around for a long That's time. That's kind of a fun one. And they constantly put money into that place. Yeah, I remember when we went there with Lindsay. Nope, don't remember. I'm just kidding. Of course, I it's remember. So, so nightmare on thirteen. It says it, it it made it into the top one hundred most popular haunted attractions in the country. Yeah, they do a really yeah, good Asylum job. Forty Nine is probably number one. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Uh, there's Night Stalkers. Where's Night Stalkers in West Jordan? Oh, it's in West Jordan. Oh, Jordan. it's where the crazy corn maze is. It's in the same spot as the crazy corn Creatures maze. Creatures of the corn. Yeah. Creatures of the corn. You, you yes. know, the corn maze that last week I told you <gasps> I never fucking knew was there and I live right by it. Creatures Enter of the corn. Enter they have a new attraction called Phobia. Yeah, it's where they stick cockroaches and rats on you. Um, I could do that. So the last one that's listed here is the Strangling Brothers Haunted Circus. I'm so glad it's not by the freeway anymore. I I, I hated that trailer. <laughs> I'm telling you, like, that's another one of those haunts that is, it's a totally different kind of haunt because it is a bunch of, of semi-trailers. I think that the way they did together. it was super smart, though. And like shipping containers and stuff. It's really cool. Like they've managed to turn those things into a really fun haunt. Um, and it is not a, it's not a permanent fixture standing building. They bring it in and set it up and it's indoor, outdoor. And but, where is it now? Cause it used to be off of 123rd. Yeah. Down, I know that they've moved it's it. It's down in American Fork now. Uh, oh, I think it's right. I think it's next to the haunted forest. Yeah. It's down right there. It in is that cool. Area. The, the, Cause the whole idea is that it is a traveling circus. And so it fits. I, th- I think oh, it is. Clowns of Death. Yeah, it fits if they're able to move. It's really cool. I, I really enjoyed that one. Uh, and again, it's, it's different. It's not like a typical haunt, you know. Like, I like Nightmare on 13th. I like Castle of Chaos, but they're very much, and Fear Factory's probably similar. They're pretty standard haunts. I really wish they still did the haunted house up at the Silver Mine in Park City. That was That's one of the coolest too. haunted houses I've ever been in. Do you remember on Redwood? Now it's, 
now it's where the freeway, just down from the freeway entrance is. There used to be that big red house, and it was a haunted attraction for years and years and years. But then when they expanded the road, uh, but it was that old red No one remembers Victorian's. 1985, Jeremy. What? No one remembers 1985. <laughs> it was really cool because it was an old Victorian house, and they used part of it, and then the, the area behind it, it was a really cool one. That's but, awesome. But it disappeared. So, um, yeah, go check out A Haunted House. There's a lot of really good ones in I think Utah. I'm going to go back out to Asylum in it's, the next couple of weeks. I'm telling you. It's th- I'm I, not going through it, though. I'm just going to go visit. <laughs> I have been to almost every haunt in the state at I'm least once. Scared. I love Asylum. Asylum is... It is totally worth the drive every time. Well, just I think also last year learning the story behind how it got started and how passionate the community is and their volunteers are. Well, it's a huge thing for those kids that it's work. It's amazing. Like that's that is their lifeblood, and it brings kids gives kids a sense of purpose that otherwise. Well, and it's partially community centered. So I mean, yeah. it's it's the community does work around that facility. It's not just a haunted house. There's yeah, just the so other much, half of it now. Yeah. There's mm-hmm. just so much more to it. Yeah. Really, and those, and really people cool that stuff. Run it. Well, and talk about, talk about historical preservation, right? Yeah. Like that, for sure. that, that fits right in line. And the reuse that, that she's talking re- about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly what they've done with this building that would have otherwise just been torn down. I'm really glad we got to go through the hospital side with everything like kind moved of torn apart, out. moved out yeah. and get to see. It. Yeah. Like, and it was really, it's pretty gutted. <laughs> like they've had to, yeah, had, they had to gut quite a bit of it. So yeah, so um, that that's going to do it for the night. Um, I uh, appreciate all y'all's time and patience with us. Um, thanks again to our guest. And and if you uh, if you like what you hear, if you don't like what you hear, I don't really give a shit. I just want you to hit share on Facebook. I want you to hit retweet on Twitter. Um, and if you have a share icon, whatever podcasting application you're listening on. Um, use that one too and post it to your social medias for us. And thanks for everyone that goes to the website. Too. Yeah. Uh, so we're on Twitter and Instagram at TNU podcast. We're on Facebook, the new Utah podcast and the new Utah.com is our website. Um, and the website's great. It's just so much shit on the website that you can look up and go to. We have stuff on all the different national parks. We have, uh, stuff on the weird stuff that no one knows about, uh, in the Valley. Um, recaps the, on all of our shows. Yep. Recaps, um, bios. If you want to know more about us, um, there's pictures of things on there. There's pictures <laughs> of things. That's all I got, man. I'm going to do like just a, an entry that says picture of things. And just do a bunch of pictures that you've taken. Yeah. Mostly of microphones and stuff. Yeah. There's a lot of those on our Instagram. A lot of pictures of microphones in various positions. That's what we do. <laughs> next no, time next week we'll take a picture of that yeah um and and thanks we don't say this enough on air but thanks to folk hogan who seem like they're having a fucking hell of a time in europe they come back on the 8th um thanks to them for the intro and outro music that you guys hear every week um they're fantastic we love those guys so have a good week uh go to a haunted house because the season is upon us it is october July. and no it's here Season is here, Jess. Nigh means close. It is here. It is not nigh. It is now. Now! (laughs) Enjoy a haunted house, people. (laughs) 